Just... Man, I came in late the other day. She told me, she said, you ain't going nowhere tonight. I said, I'm going out, honey. She said, you ain't going no goddamn where tonight. I said, baby, I said, who, who the hell you think you're talking to? I said, look at my birth certificate. I'm 42 years old. She said, you want to be 43? <laughs> this is a true story, man. I went out anyway, right? I was so nervous, I couldn't, I couldn't really, I, I couldn't finish. <laughs> And I'm sitting up there, man, I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. My pager kept going off, and everybody was teasing me and everything. And then she told me, I said, man, let me use your phone. I'm sick of my wife's car. I'm front. I'm really front. <laughs> so I got it. I got, I got, I called home and everything. And I said, hello. I said, don't ask me a goddamn thing. Just pay attention. <laughs> I said, don't worry about where the hell I am. I'm in my skin. I'll be home, goddamn it, when I get there. When I get there, I better have something to eat. <laughs> and it better be hot. And it better be good. You think I'm bullshitting? I said, let me speak to your mama.
that tip tie, ain't it? Yeah. Choppers in the trunk, I'll make you do the margarita. Pull up to the floor, yeah, motherfucker, ain't it? All the black cool, I could buy a bitch, can't I? Remix, young LA and T.I., that's a banger. Throw you on that thing, you don't hear me trick, ain't it? Big road rushes, and I got them nauseous. We be in Ferraris, the cars with the horses. And I on the pill, riding down there. Ice dirty below, minus the wind chill. Podcast. I'm stepping all over it because guess what? Y'all see what I got in my hand right here for the visual podcast watches? Can you hear the the phlegm girth in my tone? <laughs> Y'all want to know why? Because guess what this man to the right did? Guess what? I ain't get him sick. He ain't get me sick. I was <laughs> able to enjoy my Christmas. I was able to be with my family, open up my gift. You got you got sick from that Christmas weekend. These and motherfuckers want to get up, go to the gym, go to get a split decision, show up. Now this nigga putting out my business. <laughs> <laughs> and where's this mask to protect me? <laughs> <laughs> protect me. Remember last year I said, I know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, y'all, I definitely ended up getting sick. So me and Toronto two some two sick right. guys Sickly going into the New Year's. We got the we got the cough laugh. <laughs> yeah, no bull. That's the worst part about it. It the, is, but like the, low key, it makes me miss laughing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got two more episodes left in season three. Shout out to everybody Absolutely. who's been rocking with us since episode one. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking since episode 50 or 100 or whatever you join. Uh-huh. Shout, Shout out to out. everybody that's new. Shout out to people that's just tapping in. Shout out to the people that get on Twitter and just be like, y'all need to listen to the Mally Bros podcast. That's my favorite podcast, XYZ. Shout out to y'all. It's been a hell of a year for us, uh-huh. especially for the podcast in terms of growth. Mm-hmm. And, and a, 133 straight weeks. Mm-hmm. Honestly, bro, the way that I was feeling the other day, I said, "Damn, like this gonna be yep. the first week. Is this gonna be the first week?" But we managed to make it happen. I said the same shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, hope everybody had a good Christmas. Hope everybody got what they wanted. The first thing I was gonna ask you, you, I mean, I was with Terrell on Christmas, of course. This uh, Terrell got me some dope Christmas gifts. I'll I share. did. I'll share. Okay. He got me a. Uh, my girl taught me how to play chess. That's something I always wanted to uh, know how to do. But this was a minute ago when I learned how to play. But we be playing chess all the time. And uh, Terrell got me a marble chess set. I didn't put it out yet. Okay, say I'm in sick. So I'm okay. chilling. Okay, yeah. But uh, he got me a marble chess set. I'm going to put it out somewhere so uh, y'all can see it. But he got me that. He got me this dope poster. Uh, uh, I'm losing I'm losing it. What's the name of it, Terrell? Love Cray? Oh, yeah. The Lovecraft Country poster that he got me, I'm going to end up putting somewhere. Um, for sure. 
But yeah, that was it. I think you got me for Christmas. That was all you got me? Uh-huh. Yeah, just okay, those yeah. two things. Terrence went a little crazy. Got me a Steve Atwater jersey. One of the best safeties of all time. Broncos legend. Number 27. Um, he got me some Broncos hats. Mm-hmm. This one that I got on that I was, you know. Okay, yeah. My man wearing him in the gym. Um, but yeah, did, is, that, is that what you, did you give me anything else? Mm-mm. Just that, yeah. It's crazy that you said I went crazy because <laughs> I thought you went crazy with the two gifts. Nah, that joint was chill, you know? Yeah. That's a real nice marble. That's a re- that's real marble. Man, that, that, I it's love fragile. that, bro. I love that. So you could be like fresh Samuel L. Jackson and my man Mike from the wood when he was a tyke. Nah, no bull. Hey, one thing I was going to ask you, is there anything that you didn't get for Christmas, now that Christmas is over, that you wish you would have got? I wanted a Roomba. I wanted a Roomba. I wanted a George Foreman grill. You did want a George Foreman grill. Damn. Bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Damn. You right. He told I wanted me that. a George Foreman and I wanted a Roomba. But that's such a random thing. Like, I only want a Roomba because now I got all hardwood. Yeah. And the shit is, I don't like to sweep as much as I thought I would. I got a broom and dustpan, but I find myself sweeping too much. Nah, yeah. And so I was like, damn, a Roomba would have been nice. But you know what? Like, that's such a selfish thing to say. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want anything. Yeah. It would have been nice to get. And I told the bitch-ass nigga that I wanted a George Foreman griddle. You did say that, damn. I feel bad because Loki, you definitely told me that way before I had time to get it. The only thing that I wanted for Christmas, is, this is random, is some house slippers. Yeah. I wanted that that clutch granny or ma or dad say, yeah, I just saw that. And, but ma, ma used to always get us the house uh-huh. slippers. I wanted some house slippers, dog. That was the only some. thing that I didn't get that I was like, damn, you know what, Loki? I was looking for that joint. And I was looking for an Apple Watch. I thought somebody was going to surprise me and get me an Apple Watch. My Apple Watch is a season three. I was going to get you an Apple Watch. Damn. My Apple Watch is a series three. I said, somebody come if through I for your boy. If I didn't get sick right before Christmas, I would have had you. Because once I got sick, I went in the I got to get better before Christmas mode. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you did. You gotta, and I got and, better. And you also had to spread the bullshit that you had before Christmas mode. <laughs> because and fuck up people's lives after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but it was a great Christmas. It was, it was, it was like a... A dead ass, a special ass day. 100%. I mean, from morning to night, it was a dope ass Christmas for us, at least. Whole family was over. Food was great. The plate was my, I ate my, to, I ate my, uh, to go plate 2 a.m. Christmas night. And man, that shit hit like when I first made it. Man, I, 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 I ended up eating mine the day after. But bro, that shit definitely. That hit. shit. That was a man. good to go plate. It was good. We did um not really karaoke, but we did like this this thing where we was all singing songs, listening Finished to music, the lyric. did the white elephant gift exchange. Y'all know how we do. We got some of past the ornament. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was a dope Christmas, man. Even for Kelly, Kelly is all the way out California, but we was able to like get our gifts to her in time. Like, nah, yeah. Everything definitely. was what it was supposed to be on Christmas Day, and your boy was sick as fuck before. Yeah, that was crazy. Man, made that j- motherfucker back in time. Yeah. Hey, and uh, shout out to, uh, once again, everybody who celebrated Christmas. It was just a great time to be with, like, family and friends. It was also, I'm not going to lie, it is also a dark time for certain people who don't have family and friends that they can link nah, with. Nah, for sure. Because you're seeing nothing but love all over the TL. You know what yeah, I mean? That's people, true. Couples, the families, me and my fam. It's a tough time. So if you lost anybody... If you just experience a breakup or you just feel like you dolo, man, you got us two right here. Exactly. And we keeping the Christmas vibes going. For and sure. we're going to keep this shit going into 2023, man. Yep. And a shout out to everybody that didn't celebrate Christmas, the Jehovah Witnesses, Muslims. Yeah. People that might practice, you know, something else mm-hmm. that just took the day off. And it was just Kwanzaa. 
And yeah, he's happy Kwanzaa. Ain't it like hella days in Kwanzaa? I don't know. I don't know. I just know it was just this happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. We all seen that bullshit Kamala Harris clip. Yeah, no bullshit. <laughs> we celebrated every day. My granny used to take me. <laughs> hold up. Which granny? Because I got. <laughs> oh, Damn. wait. What, what we talking about? <laughs> but nah, yeah. Uh, speaking of 2023, uh, happy new year to the folks who are listening to this. In the new year, we got some people who might check this out a little bit late. You might be a little behind, so happy new year. For sure. 2023, we got big plans. Uh, I know you might not have prepared for this, but what did you have? Uh, what's a quick resolution you would say for 2023? Something you want to do in 2023? Couple things I want to do. Oh, okay. All right, bet. We start in this way. If you want to think about it, I'll go first. No, I got it. Okay. I want to stop procrastinating. Like, and th- I'm an overthinker when it comes to what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Terrence might throw a video idea at me, and I'll be like, uh, I don't know. Or I'll be like, do you think we should do this, or do you think we should do that? I'm done doing that. Yeah. Like, now, I'm just going with shit. Now, it just doesn't matter. I'm just let the, let the audience kind of respond to what they like or what they don't like. But I just, I just want to deliver more. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. had a great year, and I want to have an even better year. But I think that, just, that also comes with not complicating shit as much as I do. Yeah. And just getting shit done. Um, so there's that. There is also my uh, my eating situation ain't the best. Mm-hmm. I wanna try and like get my meals in. And what you I mean looking by scrawny, that's what I'm saying. This well, nah, you got the alpha leaf. This is the pump, pump cover. Pump joint. cover, yeah. yeah. N- never disrespect me. <laughs> um, but I just joined a new gym, and uh, I'm trying, you know, get my health shit back, my meals in, because I don't be eating, bro. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I'm going down to, like, two meals a day. You can't get bigger that way. You know Not what I'm saying? Yet. But, I mean, that's just what I want to do. I want to be a better um, a better, better family member, better friend. Okay. Like, I want to do more check-ins. I want to do more more I love you, more I love yous, more responding to group message. Mm-hmm. That's my New Year thing because life is – and I have on my docket. We'll go to it after. I'll let you say yours, but then I got a what 2022 taught me type joint. Okay. And we can kind of reflect, but I'll let you get yours off. That's just pretty much it for me, for the resolutions. Now, while you go, I'm going to steal one of your waters. Okay, cool. Uh, I felt like I experienced a lot in 2022, and in 2023, I'm planning on just getting smarter. And when I say that, I felt like I said this last year, but I think I got smarter in 2022 with some life experience, some business experience. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Look, relationship experience. Yep. I felt like I got a lot of experience in 2022. But in 2023, I dead ass want to get smarter. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I want to know about a lot of stuff. Like, if you ask me, and this is me being honest, I feel like the level of information that I have. I got you. Yep. The level of information that I have in uh, 2022, I don't feel like there was a huge leap between 2021 and 2022. That's so in, in 2023, I really want to say, yo, this was the year that I put my head down and like really learned some shit and improved as like a human. I share a lot of the same resolutions that you had about like family, eating, yep. discipline and stuff like that. But mainly I'm like, yo, I'm trying to read more books yeah, and not just read stories. I mean, like, yo, I, let me get this book. Let me get this book read and learn about that. Or let me finally learn about this because it's, it's been a lot of stuff that. It stalled behind me not having knowledge. Yep. And I'm like, damn, I really would do that, but hold on, wait, I gotta learn about this and this. 
Yeah. And that'll stall that. So I'm like, yo, you know what? I need to just start from, from the bottom and just get smarter so that I'm ready for opportunities when they come. For sure. I honestly feel, and you know what? I want to uh, give advice for 2022 too, because what you said is important. Um, one thing that 2022 taught me that is, is um, and this I guess we can kind of talk about, because remember I asked you to tell you what you learned about from 2022. What did, what did you learn from this year? Yeah. And for me, it's two things. If you're waiting for something to happen, then you're just going to continue waiting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I know that I don't want it to sound super like get your life together-ish because it's really not. But it, one thing I learned that is if all the stuff that I was waiting to do, yeah, I still haven't done it. You know what I'm saying? All the, all the shit that I wanted to start doing, I just haven't done it. I'm, not gonna be the, I'm never going to be the one to say start that business. Remember, I, I think I said this early in the year, but I'll say it again. I'm not going to be the one to say start that business get that meal prep, set up your whole life around. I'm not that person. Only thing, I'm, only thing I will say, you got it. Only thing that I will say is to take that baby step, that little small step to start getting in the direction that you want to go. Because honestly, when people say, go ahead and start that LLC, do this, that should be kind of like tough because you're not necessarily all the way, you know, equipped with the knowledge you need, like what Terrence was just saying. But for me, it's if you if you wanted to start a YouTube channel or if you were thinking about starting a podcast and you just haven't even looked at the, you know, top tips for people who starting podcast video on YouTube, because that's where a lot of us get out start. Yeah. Watch that video mm-hmm. or just look at the how to open a business video. Get the book you wanted to get. Take the whatever step that's going to put you in the right direction. It's real easy for people to get online and say, you need to just do, just do it. Yeah. You, you just do it. But sometimes it'd be a little bit more complex than that. People be working. You might not have the time, but carve out the time to take the little baby step. That's, that's what some of my biggest advice for the new year. Because if you wait, you're just going to be waiting, bro. That's 100%. I 100% agree with that. Like, and that's why I say I'm trying to get smarter because I'm trying, I think my baby step, a lot of my baby steps come from getting smart and not knowing shit. Yeah. A lot of the opportunities that I miss come from me feeling, you know what I'm saying? Or it comes from me not being confident about my knowledge going into it. Yeah. Like, I remember when I wasn't in the gym for a long time, I used to say, well, what am I going to do when I get in it? So, like, step one was figuring out what people do, then going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas would buy the gym outfits. Niggas would get the jump rope. Niggas would set up a whole studio. Look, you want to buy all of this studio equipment, but when you get it, you don't know how to use it. So, for me, I'm trying to get more smarter on the turf level. I'm also trying to sound smarter for y'all when I be on this joint talking. You know, we talk every week. Yeah. And I'm trying to sound like, yo, he got smarter. Like, yo, and at, at the sharper, year in yeah. review tomorrow, I want, I want people to be like, yo, he's sharper. Yeah. But what 2022 taught me was to, this is something that I really got from 2022. I started looking at shit with two, two perspectives. I think that's a big pickup of mine from 2022. Like, okay, bet. There's this perspective that I see the world running with or that I know is common, but then there's another one. And I'm not saying that it's not about picking one, more so than just acknowledging. Being open-minded, yeah. Yeah. I I can't lie. I I can say that I've been closed-minded. At some points in the year? At some points in the year on certain topics. 
nah, this is bullshit. Nah, this is that. Honestly, when it comes to my bias, I'm going to be closed-minded. Like the Giants-Commanders uh, game with the refs. Oh, I, yeah. can all, I can be open-minded there, but am I? No, because <laughs> that's my squad. But I think more now than before, I'm a lot more open-minded That's good for, for things, especially when it comes to, like, personal shit. Yeah. So that's my big takeaway from 2022. Dope. I think we yeah. all learned that life is fragile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I look at life way different now. I don't know if it's on the heels of the uh, all of the death from this year. Yeah. You know, last big one being Big Scar, but Takeoff, just a lot of the death in hip-hop made me start seeing life is a lot more fragile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm real careful. I'm a lot more, I, well, I've been careful. Yeah. But life is 100% fragile. It's just like, damn, you know? Mm-hmm. The smallest and shit can change your life. That's 100%. And it's funny you say that. This will probably be the first topic we talk about, but it ain't going to be a long topic because I know you probably got your joint. But did you see how it was a, did you see the trend of people telling their parents that somebody died? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that you say life is fragile. It's because one, on one hand, we learned that life is fragile. But on another hand, we got a whole nother year of a lot of death. And I feel like that trend was very telling to our, it was, it was very eye-opening to our sensitivity around like death. 1,000%. If you didn't see it, there was a trend going around where people would go up to their parents and tell them that their favorite celebrity passed away. Like somebody would go up such and be and like, Harry dead Styles dead at 20, whatever. And people are like, no, no, no. And it's like, when I first seen that, at first I thought it was funny, but then I'm like, damn, you know what? This kind of says something. This, this kind of shows how we're so used to hearing about it that way. Yeah. You know? The yeah. way that she read, the way that they were reading and say, this person. This person did that. That's literally reading like a TMZ or one of those news articles. And I'm like, damn, this is something that's so common. It's become a funny trend to play on. Yeah. And it don't happen to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It happens more in our community than any other community. Nah, hold up. I'm not making a race thing. I'm not I making a race thing. I think it happens. I think it happens everywhere, Terrell. Nah, it does. But we're we, not going to separate. Terrence, no. Nobody experiences that like hip-hop fans. I'm talking about fans of hip hop. I'm not talking about. I'm not making it a race thing. But see, but I'm not trying to seclude us two fans of. No, nah, you're right. Hip hop. I'm talking about everybody. Like, rest in peace, that guy that played soccer, who was like a three time. Yeah, it happens. But what I'm saying World is, World Cup winner or something like that. You know, it's just more free to me. You're in this community. Nah, but it's my thing. It's more to me when I saw that. It was kind of like, damn, we actually experienced this a lot. Like, for some people that were super surprised, it was, like, more shocking. And the only reason why I say that is because a lot of the people, if you look at a lot of those people that they were surprising, yeah, it wasn't a whole lot of hip-hop fans. Mm -mm. It was definitely Our, a, a, that side over there. It, and I'm not even talking about, like, I mean, even older people. Because there was some old people in that video. No, I'm saying no. It, it was mostly, like, older people or, you know actors that they were using but when it comes to hip-hop we kind of desensitized a little bit almost like if you say that this rapper died it would be like for real unless it's my favorite person that would be super unbelievable yeah it would be like really because we've seen so much of it and the fact that people are making jokes about it not jokes but the fact that that's a trend it was kind of eye-opening like damn we yeah. just like 
I wasn't thinking the, about it the for defense. the heart, for the, for the hip-hop community and how we deal with it more. I'm just thinking about the world, period. The world, period, is getting more sensitive to that. Less sensitive. Sorry. Less sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a fact. And I just thought that that was crazy because I'm like, damn, this is a trend. It used to be not cool for you to do something like that. Like, we would say, yo, that, that's not really not cool, you know? Yeah. The it's, Betty White thing that was a trend every year on, on mm-hmm. Twitter, I don't even feel like that's a trend anymore. Now y'all have gone towards saying that just anybody died. And it's like cool. Remember when it was a hoax? Remember if somebody said that it was a hoax? Yeah. The person would have to come out and be like, I'm not dead. Yeah. And so, I mean, and, and look, is it funny? Yeah, like, it's, it's funny. But it also says, like, damn, like, when something's a trend, like, it can make something that's disrespectful, like, not, not that it's not disrespectful, but it, if it's a trend, people will start doing it, no matter if it's disrespectful or not. Yeah. I, I would never go up to my mother right now and be like, who does somebody that mom Michelle loved? Obama. <laughs> yeah. I would never do that. Yeah. I ain't seen too many black people in that video that I seen either. Me either. It was a couple, but I felt like we should. We don't, maybe you're right about what you said. Maybe that's why we didn't see that many black people because. But that's what I'm saying. But we that's play what like I'm that. saying. Yeah. For us, is, and I'm not even saying that. I think our reactions wouldn't even be that, that good because we are honestly used to news like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We used to that. And that's why you didn't really see too many. Yeah. It wasn't too many. I was looking for the black folks because I know how emotionally driven we are. You know what I'm saying? I know I how for expressive reaction, yeah. we are. So I was looking for it. It was a couple, but that trend was wild. And it lets you know that motherfuckers don't even got to. You know what's weird? People what? die and then shit that they do becomes a trend. You know what I'm saying? Or something they were in, a song they did. Or nah, 100. Yeah. People start going through all of their shit. Mm-hmm. Or whenever there's something traumatic that happens. That person's whatever, like Johnny Depp went through the whole shit with Amber Heard. Now all of a sudden, all of the Pirates of the Caribbean are on Netflix. One hundred percent. I mean, well, that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because these companies be like, man, people trying, people gonna want to see this shit. Mm-hmm. But now it's weird because now we just, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause we start killing motherfuckers off, and we're in, I'm not even gonna lie, I enjoyed them joints for a little while, and I knew it was fucked up, but I watched all of them. What are you talking about? The, uh... Oh, the, uh... The TikTok. The pranks. The trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched hella of them, all the little montages. Mm-hmm. I watched them joints. Them joints was good. They were, I mean, it was funny. I just, I just thought it was bright. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it. Hey, yo. I'm not that... I'm not sensitive to that. Hey, yo. I, I thought it was funny. But it does point out, like, damn. We kind of... This up. is kind of a dark... This is kind of dark humor. Yeah. And I love dark humor. But damn, that that is just dark humor, dark humor. Tan, please don't stop. This don't nigga stop. looks like Why? this ain't this ain't bad. This is a nice fit. You was definitely on your shit today, right? And you looking like a mixed macchiato. You look like a nigga got a uh, macchiato, and they just shook the joint up. Don't y'all feel like this blended. is something Terrell would wear? I feel like I'm dressed it with my Terrell attire. I feel like you had this a sweater like this before, boy. Nah, boy, you dressed like a caramel. Well, it was nice though. You looking like a, I don't even know what you look like. You dress like a naked Werther's original. <laughs> What's a Werther's original? I feel like I know. Come on, bro. Candy. The the granny at church joint. Dress was Werther's. New dress was fire. What is it? A cow tail? You ever had a cow tail before? Cow tail. Mm-hmm. 
What no. the hell is that? I think I know what I'm talking about, but I think it's the uh cow tail. Cow tail candy? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They got the little cream in the middle? Yeah, but what the fuck? This ain't it. You talking about I'm talking about the joints. flat joint, though. These. The I think it's a caramel joint. Them joints fire, bro. Yes. Them joints Man, is not them good. You get them top. joints on... Um. Anyway. <laughs> All right, bet. So, I didn't want to talk about this. Southwest Airlines delayed hella flights for the holidays. And... I was reading this article that this, uh, I think it was a lady that wrote it, but she was talking about how, you know, the people that run these airlines mixed with the customers, like it show a serious ass lack of humanity. You know what I'm saying? On both sides. Okay. And a lot of this shit comes on the heels of the overbooking, right? Overbook. So they overbook month. They was canceling flights. And saying it was the weather or saying it was the pilot. And now they under um, investigation through the U.S. Department of Travel for the way they handle a lot of these flights. Because it's ridiculous. People was waiting four hours in line trying to get home. And there's still people to this day that made it to their layover city. Yeah. And they're just stuck there. Or their flight got canceled. And they got to put people in hotels. But they never did it at this volume before. You got 1,500 month, you know what I'm saying, flights with 30 motherfuckers on there. Yeah. That's hella people. So, one thing that I realized, though, and one thing that the article was saying was we have so much less human interaction that when shit come up, we just implode on both sides. Like, the article was talking about how you used to have to talk to somebody to get shit done. Yeah. If I wanted to book a flight, I had to call and book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I had to go do it. Even down to how we order food. You mm-hmm. used to have to go. Think about Noodles and Company. Perfect perfect example. You used to have to go in the Noodles and Company and be like, I want to get, get a whatever. Yeah. Now, we all have an app for everywhere. So we don't even have to talk to a human until there's an issue. Yeah. You just go in and grab your food for real. And so places. we're way less patient. And we really don't give a fuck about this person who's making $13, $14 an hour. The lady was talking about how the person that worked for Comcast overseas that doesn't speak the greatest English, he has to face. <laughs> so they're going to send you the whole setup shit for yourself. You call when you have an issue. Yeah, you call when you have an issue. So these people that's making minimum wage or making a lower pay, lower wage job, they're taking the brunt of all of the issues that this big-ass company has. Yeah. And they're taking it on the chin. And that's what people were talking about with Southwest. And that's even a flexed human-to-human interaction because it's through a phone. Yeah. Like, you really only talk to a human when you have a problem and then you're calling somebody. Right. Oh, you got to call Southwest. Oh. And this is what was happening. The Southwest employees was crying they had people that was crying, storming out, because think about it. You book your flight online. You check in at the little kiosk. The only time I'm talking to somebody is I'm giving them my bag, and then I'm scanning my ticket at my gate. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you got all these motherfuckers that have a big-ass issue that's saying, this is bullshit. We've been waiting X, Y, Z. These people are not mentally equipped to deal with this. Right. And the company, they were talking about how the company makes all of the money and 
stays up in this area. And the people that are on the front lines, the people that work the lowest wage or the lowest paying jobs are the ones that are taking the, the hits behind these desks. And they're crumbling. And it was just showing how, damn, we don't talk to each other no more. And the shit really imploded with this situation. Damn, that's crazy. And I guess we are headed for a world with less and less human interaction. They taking cashiers away. Everything's about to be touchscreen. They making it ready when you get there. So you're right. When there's a problem, damn, I ain't talked to nobody all day. You haven't talked to nobody all day. And you work it. Mm -hmm. There is going to be friction immediately. Yeah. Like working retail is way harder now because think about it. We now get upset when we have to talk to a human. I'll be mad when the self-checkout somewhere is closed. And you got to And I got to get in the line. Yeah. I'm already irritated. Why the fuck do I have to do this? I don't even want to talk to nobody. And I know you've seen the, the, all those videos of the... Uh, the uh, no, I'm sorry. The Waffle House employees and all these videos and videos of Waffle House employees just scrapping. Yeah. They're not rocking. That's real human-to-human -human interaction. That's right some there. real shit right there. Yeah. I wonder how those fights start. I always see the Waffle House fight mid-fight with the employee. Yeah, it's always mid-fight. I wonder how they start. That's what I, we don't get the backstory for a lot of these fights. We really don't. One thing that I will say is, I always tell Terrell this. Me and Terrell went to uh, film school 2014, 2016. But the best education that I've ever received in my life, I would say, is working the seven years that I worked in retail. Yep. I think that was the best experience of my entire life when it comes to like learning. Like I really learned how to, you learn how to work mm -hmm. beside somebody, with somebody, against somebody. You work in a team, you work by yourself, you working with people that are older or younger. You working yeah. with people that have problems, people that are too happy when you sad, people that are too sad when you happy. Like you experience so many like emotional roller coasters that is all based between human to human. Like. I'll deal with you. You're yelling at my face. You're pissed off. I'm going to be back tomorrow, and it better be fixed. Okay, yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm so sorry. They leave, and the next person happy as shit. And you like, okay, bet. So, like, I got to eliminate eat. that entire experience, and now I'm starting this Yes. One. You know? Mm -hmm. I've watched myself fumble it. I've watched myself be upset with this person, and now I'm upset with the next customer, and they feeling it, you know? Yep. Or I'm not as, you know? So, and I you definitely... That, that is... That's crazy that you say that. And when you, you mentioned us going to college, we learn more, given our whole film education, right? Yeah. The biggest thing we learned in college was just life shit, money management, mismanagement of money, learning how to connect with motherfuckers that we didn't connect with. We were some real Maryland-ass niggas. We was. And you get down there, and it's a motherfucker from Nebraska, a motherfucker from Pennsylvania, a motherfucker from here that don't know nothing about where are you from? That think you from either Annapolis or Baltimore, because that's what they see on the map. Yep. If I meet somebody from uh, Nebraska, I'm thinking Omaha. Right. I don't know. I don't know what part. You know what I'm saying? And so that shit really opened our eyes to just that. And then of course the retail shit yeah. teaches you even more. But those lessons, low key, was more valuable than what we learned about. Well, yeah, just what we learned in school. I would tell anybody, if you're getting ready to go to an art school, this is for all my arts people. If you're going to an art school, they're going to show you how to do the art. Let's say you go to school for something random like, uh, don't call it random. Not random, but you're right. Let's say you go to school for film and you learn, they're going to show you how to edit. They're going to show you how to use tools to make a movie. And they're going to tell you 
that you need to network. And networking is going to be the most important part. This is for any art school student. Networking is the most important thing ever. But they're not going to show you how to network. They're just going to tell you to do it. And two guys that came from Maryland that didn't really know how to talk to people down there, networking was tough as hell when I was 18. Yeah, It was tough. Like, to go to somebody now that I've worked retail, you know what I'm saying? To go to somebody now, it'd be way easier. I know how to start a conversation. I know when it's, I know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would, I would be lying if I said I learned that in, in school. I feel like retail 100% taught us how to start a conversation with somebody older than me, younger than me, somebody upset, somebody from a completely different walk of life. Yeah. Work with somebody on some, something. So like yep. for all but my art students, you learn that in college. You had to learn that. Well, you know Our what I mean. Class, they put us in them big ass groups. You remember, we ain't know none of, nobody in them groups. Yeah. Pick a number one through twelve, and but go I'm back. Just speaking on a networking thing, mm-hmm. only because only reason why I'm saying that is because you worked in a in a situation, Terrell, where when you wanted to move up, you had to make friends with, you had to put your pride aside and say, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm gonna get bro to show me how he just did that. Yeah, and then now you and him close, and now when he get a promotion, he looking at you. That's networking. Yeah, that's something that they didn't mm-hmm. sign you up for. When we was in college, they would put us in them groups. Yeah, so they kind of made you network, but the walking up to is the most important, hardest part. Yeah, because we hey, didn't really pass that. We didn't have to do anything. Yeah. They would tell you get out there, get out, get there. out there, and network, network, and it's just like it's almost like it would have been nice to have a class called networking. Nah, for real. And you see, those are the things that's important. You would think that this is important as fuck in somebody's journey to becoming a game designer, right? Or to becoming a a recording arts engineer. Yeah. Because it's all about who, not who you know, but who know you. Yeah. Remember, the dude said it's not about what you know. It's not about who you know. It's about who knows knows you. you. Who can spot you and say, hey, that dude right there does the whistle name. Right. He does this. He's cool. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And you would think that they would teach that. It's almost like how in school, we was thinking about how we never learned about, what was we talking about we never learned in school? Was it taxes? That's something. That, yeah. There's taxes. Um, but we never learned about, like, opening a bank account. We never learned that. Yo, what you should do is save your money this way. Like, we don't learn the life shit. We're learning about fucking fractions. Think about the shit that we learned in school that we... And then think about all the stuff that you have to do now. How to save money. Starting a business. Doing your own shit. You know what I'm saying? Learning how to network. The fact that you gotta... You know what I'm saying? We didn't... It's hella shit that we didn't learn. But that goes back to, like, college. Why didn't we learn about networking? Why didn't we like, why was there no class that was called, this is how you network? We, remember we took the class on how to write an email? Yeah. That, was, that wasn't that bad, though. That was a good That was a good, that class. Was a good class. Because it's like, yo, I can write a professional email. I can write, because I, I remember when I was working and I had to make emails, I said, well, you know, I'm glad that my degree I certified me in class. Remember we had public speaking? Public speaking was a good-ass public class. Public speaking was a good class. And you know what? Networking is something they can add. I'm not going to get mad at them for not having it, but like for my arts people that are out there i know y'all i know that crowd y'all are quiet you're to yourself but you have your art networking is going to be your biggest hurdle because i know you probably are on your introvert introverted i got this i can do this shit on my own all of the greatest 
artists and people in the world, they made it because they weren't afraid to network. That's something that'll probably be on my 2023, you know what I'm saying, get better with. Just get, like, network. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's definitely something that's been a hurdle for me as a former art student and even far removed from school. Yeah. That's one thing I will 100% recommend to the, the art students for sure. I mean, everybody, but I know how it is with arts. Hell yeah. I can draw, you know what I'm saying, I draw the best. Oh, look, I edit the best. I got the best edit, editing. I think I can edit music videos the best, but I'm not trying to get out there. And that's the thing. Sometimes you get good at your art because of how introverted you are. You just spend so much time yeah. in the crib chefing. So, but yeah, shout out to everybody. That's actually a dope. On the heels of the Southwest Airlines bullshit. Nah, yeah, want it. Southwest is on some. I feel for them, though. Yeah. Just because it was the, you know. I feel for the employees. It's like Gymshark, we, we, uh, they, they had to uh, refund all them people, bro. Just because that sale was nuts. And people yep. bought shit that was apparently sold out. That's on them, though. And that was what's crazy. It's like the people that have to deal with it, think they, about it. You got a mob of angry-ass people. And instead of there being like this big leadership squad that comes down and says, hey, you just got the motherfuckers that work at the desk. Yeah. Taking blow after blow. It's funny. It reminds me of the uh, Popeye's joint. The lady, the girl the lady. to the front. <laughs> no more chicken sandwiches. And then everybody walk out mad and shit. <laughs> what a time. Man, them Popeye's employees still ain't bounced back from that. <laughs> no they, was, they still hurting from they that. They rude as shit at the Popeye's. I went to the Popeye's not too long ago. And, um... I'm like, yeah, let me get a, uh, I got the nugget meal, which wasn't that good. Are you kidding me? That, them nuggets let me get fire. the nuggets. Get the nuggets. Fries yo. and what I want. I, and I started to say, think about it. Everywhere else you go, Popeye's, when you order nuggets, you tell them they ask you what your sauce and drink, right? Chick-fil-A, what sauce? Chick-fil-A. McDonald's, you know, what's your sauce? Wendy's, what's your sauce? So I told her I wanted the nuggets, and she was like, anything else? I said, I want to get the bowl barbecue. And before I could even get barbecue out, she was like, ask me your sauce at the front. I Anything else? Ask me your sauce at the front. It's like, God damn, y'all so fucking ghetto in this joint. Ghetto ass motherfuckers. But you know what? You got to I will not be the one to say, look, if you don't like your job, then you okay. need to not. Nah, just give me the nuggets. And then sometimes you got to slow them down. Hold on. Yeah, hold Excuse on. me. Hold on. Excuse me. Can I talk? That's the most annoying thing that people say, I feel like. Can I talk? That make the person what? just go. <laughs> go ahead. The lady in front of me, look, opened her box, gave it back. This isn't done. You know what people do when they go to Popeye's? They'll open it and be like, come on, man. Do you really think that that's a wing? Come on. I got to get a real one. Look at this. That's yeah. Wing. Like, man, honestly, if I'm going to Popeye's or McDonald's and they fuck up my order, I don't cause problems because I told Terrell. The fact that I pulled in this drive this drive through <laughs> to get McDonald's, <laughs> I'm already taking an L. So if y'all fuck it up, I feel like that's God telling me your ass shouldn't have been Your there. ass should have just made something else. You should have just made something at the crib. All right, bet. I did want to talk about this. On the heels of our last podcast, shit always happens right when the podcast come out. Tory yep. Lanez, guilty on all three charges in his case against the state of California. Did you AKA find out the charges? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so that was 
some crazy ass news from the weekend. It wasn't really crazy. People say, look, if you if you've been following the trial, it wasn't crazy. I we wasn't really too invested in it. You know what I'm saying? We uh, we kind of saw some of the stuff that would come up that created doubt for people. But damn, I thought the trial was kind of crazy. No, it was. I we wasn't like super invested like some people was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's why we kind of stayed away from it. But damn, Tory Lane's guilty. Facing 20 plus. Yep. And honestly, uh, they said that the the chances of him actually facing 22 years uh, for this crime, they said it, it they said you it, you won't see it. They said Damn. he might do between one and two years, bro. Damn. For for what he well, did. Uh, it, let me see if I can see what the charges were. He pleaded not guilty to assault with a semi-automatic firearm, carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle, and discharge of a firearm with gross negligence. And that's what he was convicted on all three counts of. Okay, yeah. So it's not like he's... And, and hey, you know what? For... for Well, you, you go ahead. Well, I mean, I know what you're about to say. Yeah. All I'm going to say, this is what I got to say about the response, right? Because that's what people really want to know, yeah. the response. And for me, it was a unanimous decision by the jury. The judge even told them, if y'all don't want to come in until after Christmas, you want to go home with your family, that's fine. You don't got to come in tomorrow. They said, fuck that. We coming in tomorrow morning to finish this shit. And remember, because I was thinking that in a, uh, in a jury type case, yeah. it could be like, if it's a jury of 12, it could be like eight to four. And since they eight, but nah, it has to be unanimous for it to, for you to be guilty. So... It was a unanimous thing. It's unanimous. I think the mess of it that people look at and that got everybody in a, you know what I'm saying, I think it split everything down the middle is when Meg the Stallion was first either prosecuted or not prosecuted, but when she was when she was when when the when it first happened, uh-huh. <laughs> she said that she didn't get shot and that she didn't hear a gunshot. And that she said she thought it was glass. You know? Was that her or was that everybody else? That was Meg. That was at first. And I think it was because of that was what Meg said first. So I think, and I and I think it was because of the messiness of like the situation. You're not really trying to get nobody hemmed up because bullshit happens. Sometimes you be scared to speak up. Yeah. But then she ended up saying that he did shoot me, and I, that's where a lot of the people who were Tory Lane supporters. That's what they held tight to because I forget what the dude said. I watched a video of the lawyer. Who breaks down the cases? Uh -huh. Is it the Arab dude? Cause I, he hella biased. I don't know, but all I know is he didn't seem biased. The video I was watching. Oh, okay, cool. But he basically talked about how in court, if you lied about something, they'll try to say that since you lied about that, you're probably lying about this whole thing, yep. and you can't be trusted. Yeah. And I felt like, damn, you know what? It's funny. Some of y'all probably saw that same video I saw. But I said, damn, you know what? That does make sense as to why people tried to rally behind Tory mm -hmm. on the heels of that. But look, y'all. They really pulled bullet fragments out of Meg the Stallion. So whether Tory Lanez did it or not, Meg the Stallion still got shot. So I do feel like yeah. and you know ease what? up on Meg, you know? This is not fellas. Specifically for the fellas. You can have all of the I'm a conspiracy. I am a conspiracy theorist. But this not really the one that you wanna take. It's a lot of y'all fighting for y'all on a TL making yourself look bad. At this point, if you're still fighting for Tory, I mean, his father had came out and said and was 
Think about it. We, Did you see his father? Yeah. The Rock Nation shit. Rock Nation shit? They, his father blamed Rock Nation? Why you think everybody's saying, damn, Rock Nation, you can't get away with this? I remember his father saying something about it being unjust and this yeah. won't stand. I didn't hear Rock That Nation. was initially it. Yeah. yeah. You didn't see his little sister come out and say, Rock Nation is playing? You didn't see that? Nah. And you see, you, lo- you know what? This is the thing. Tory Lanez, you had a gun, right? Your gun was discharged. That's you got, what you got. That's what you got uh, convicted for. That's what you're getting convicted for. Yeah. If you look at the charges. Discharged arm, your firearm with negligence. I don't know what happened, Tory, but your gun shot Meg the Stallion. And they were like, well, they can't find no prints on the gun. This dude, the lawyer, the lawyer was like, they rarely find prints on a gun. You rarely would find prints on a gun. What you about we find prints on other shit? I remember the DNA thing too, though. The DNA thing was a lot that that, that swayed some people because it was, yeah. And look, this is what I wanted to say: the people that were that 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 got very invested in this case and was like, even if you pick the side, Tory or Meg, I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. There was people who were like, "Wow, y'all just worry about so much. Y'all just always just worried about these people's celebrities." Yo, those are the same people that I watch Power and be real invested in the next episode of, you know what I'm saying? This was a real life event with real people. Real we accusations. We really listen to Tory yeah. Lanez and we really listen to Meg Thee Stallion. Like people like to act like the world is this new level of everybody being infatuated with stuff like this, but mm-hmm. it's been happening ever since the Michael Jackson case. We go back to OJ Simpson. Whenever a star does some shit, believe it or not, people soak it up. And like, honestly, I think, the more that we pay attention in situations like this, believe it or not, we all low-key get a lo- certain level of more aware. That's a fact. So the people that's like, man, I'm not worried about that bullshit. I'm not worried about that bullshit. Even though I didn't speak on it because, really, I didn't want to come out and defend. I, For one, I never was on the Tory didn't do that shit mm-hmm. team, you know? Me but I also was never on the, man, are you kidding me? He shot her. I was <laughs> never on that team either. I always said, damn, that's crazy, damn, that's crazy. Like, what I'm trying to be more of is the guy in the back. The guy in the back that, like, look, I came. Especially when you don't have expertise. I'm just not going to participate. I'm, I'm here, though. Like, I, wanna, I want people to know that, like, it is totally fine if you got infatuated with this case and now it's over. If you got, if you got real tied into the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing, yep. I'm not mad at those people. Like, there's people who want to say, like, oh, y'all really get carried away but like low-key nah man we just staying i think the biggest issue the bigger issue is people that and you know how i do bro i'll be looking i've been looking at i watched the whole yeah terrence will go look at the whole backstory honestly for me though i think it's kind of like when your team you thought your team was gonna win they go out there and get their ass whooped and the first look oh you thought this nigga was gonna win the boxing match he goes and get his ass knocked out in the first round. That's it. That's it. You lost. Y'all lost. Don't. It's no point. Like it was a unanimous decision. It's a unanimous decision, bro. It's the jury. One thing yeah. that people do, like you, I'm the biggest conspiracy theory, but these motherfuckers looked at everything and they were randomly picked. They yeah. weren't like I. You can make whatever case you want. At the end of the day, it was still negligence. Yeah, and there's, there's and, and you it know, says it, it, it speaks to the fact that Meg said that this happened, and people didn't believe her. That's what a lot of the people that have <laughs> criticism for a lot of the people that are saying free Tory. Yeah, because 
man, this woman said that this man did something to her. And y'all, for two years, a lot of these platforms yeah. that covered the shit, the trial, and said, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, this, we'll see. Now that the shit's over, all of these platforms, you know what they're saying? I didn't really give a fuck that much. Yes, you did. You was on your platform. Nah, yeah. Talking about this shit for weeks. And now that it's over and it didn't go your way, now you want to go into, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I mean, hey, damn, it's, damn. Yeah. Hold up, because you was way more invested. And if the shit would have been the other way, you would have came in here and spent 45 minutes to an hour talking about how she lied. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah. And so a lot of people got to eat their words. That's 100%. You and decided I to not be quiet. You decided to say, no, she did. Okay, I right, bet. Nah, yeah. And I felt like there's relations in this case. And I think that is another thing that made it very complicated. There is some relations. Like, some shit went down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Somebody, mm -hmm. I ain't going to say who with who, but somebody sleeping with somebody. That makes, look, somebody, oh, you was fucking with her? That makes this whole thing yeah. a mess. And look, I I, one thing that I did see started up that oh, I've always wanted to speak on this, but I just never did. I'm glad the verdict is out because I'm glad Megan, going, Megan gets closure. She's the only one who had bullets pulled out of her. Mm -hmm. Most of the people who... And she are, still got to live with that. And that's what I'm saying. Most of the people that's listening to this podcast has never been shot before. Even me speaking now, I've never been shot. And I, I don't want to get shot. So... What I all the bullshit aside, she still has to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Even if y'all say she was grazed, y'all niggas act like y'all went to war. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, she was just grazed. Do you want to get grazed? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think nobody wanted to get grazed. But look, one thing that I did see start up was people saying that, oh, you know what I'm saying? Black women aren't. This is another example of how when black women say something happened, they're just not believed. Hold up, y'all. Hold up. Meg the Stallion said one thing, then said another. That is why this whole thing just been a... It, that is what raised everybody to say, hold up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't just, not a, it just... It wasn't just... Yo, y'all, I got shot. And we said, bullshit. I think the bullshit came when you say one thing, you do another. So, like... A lot of people tried to make it seem like the black men don't want to, or a lot of the black men or the, or the men who are back in Tory don't want to stick up for black women, and we just hate black women. Uh, and when I say we, uh -huh. I mean black men, not Tory, Tory supporters. I'm not a Tory supporter. I'm saying they made it seem like, okay, men don't want to support black women. And mm -hmm. I feel like I understand y'all struggle 100%, you know, yep. because there's definitely layers of that in here, but I think... It also comes from the misinformation, y'all. This case was a Johnny Depp, Amber Heard toss-up. Like, it wasn't so crystal clear. Now, it still isn't. I'm about to say, now we have more clarity. But it, it still, wasn't so crystal clear for us to just say, fuck all the bullshit, we just gonna believe the yet. new story. There was untruths kind of baked into the whole thing. And that's the thing, too. I did see that a lot, too. I did see a lot of people saying... Men, wow, men really hate black women. And it's like, nah, people are just skeptical because one thing that I can say too, as men, we also see the other side of this yeah. where men are falsely accused, you know what I'm saying, of mm -hmm. some shit. 
So I don't think it's hate baked in. I think it's just skepticism given testimony. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Given the fact, because Meg said one thing, but then it came out another way, and she said she only said that because she was trying to protect him. Right. Which makes sense, but some people are going to be skeptical skeptical because mm -hmm. now you're accusing this man of this. Yeah. And I think that is also an issue that we kind of have in society where mm -hmm. now we, we're so easily split. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it was hate. 80% of I'm 80% of black men are with black women. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There is no overwhelmingly black men hate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but one thing that I will acknowledge, it was Go ahead. Go ahead. Dang. No, I'm just saying that I don't think it was hate. That's such a I, I think that's the wrong word to use. Mm -hmm. And I do think a lot of how they feel comes from the fact that women go through like like I I've talked about it before. Women go through it for real. So what what could be some BS from her? Like if, mm -hmm. if she was lying, it's this girl's real story. So of course, nah, that's true. You calling her a liar, the girl with the real story is going to say, "Oh my gosh, you could basically call me a liar for what happened to me." Yeah, so, that is true. That is true. Only thing I'm saying is like, like you said, it's just like a clash of perspectives. But that's also internalizing what happened to you. In a case where people are going to be skeptics. Yeah. Because it's not. You know for sure what happened to you. Yeah. You also don't know for sure what happened back then. You know what I'm saying? Right. When it was the one story that turned into another story. And then you went online. You, you, you did an interview. And a bunch of perspective. That's what built a lot of the credit, the, the skepticism. Yeah. Because you're right though. People go through shit. And specifically women go through shit. And they're not believed. That is a yeah. fact. But you know for a fact. What happened? Yeah. In this case, there's more skeptics because that is what happens, especially with celebrities. I don't think it has anything to do with anybody hating the other person. Me neither. I do think that men made them, <laughs> a lot of men made themselves look really bad yeah. by going on these big ass ledges. On and then when the jury that has examined everything unanimously says that this happened this way, now you don't give a fuck. Now, Oh, damn. It's the yeah. same thing we would have said if it was the opposite. So, on the contrary to what I was saying, I don't mm -hmm. think that if a black dude came out and said, like, I felt like if the roles were reversed, I don't know why we, I don't, do, I don't know why the response from our women is that way, though. I guess it's just a natural thing. What? But, like, if a black dude said that some girl did something to him, there will be mad skepticism, period. You know what I'm saying? If he said, we broke up because, you know, we just didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? We just wasn't cool. You know, we just couldn't, couldn't really communicate. Then he comes out and says, well, you know, I was just saying that to protect her, but, like, for real, she was smacking me. She was abusing me. There would be skepticism. Without no facts, without no proof, there would be women who are like, nah, Fuck that. He trying to play victim. And there would he be probably no, was. Yep. He probably was. There would be no pushback on them for saying that. And it wouldn't be a bunch of black men saying, wow, y'all really hate black men. That's why I'm like, yo, it's an understood skepticism. 
Like, yep. it's understood. He said one thing, now he's saying this. Okay, bet, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like the immediate response of, wow, you hate me. What does that say? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I'm with I, you. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. No, I'm with you. But that's that's just kind of like the world. Yeah. Now, no. It's, yeah. And it's not, it's no, and it's honestly, I stay away from a lot of that because I'm not really bought into a lot of this new age shit. One thing about Kevin Samuels, right? I'm just randomly bringing Kevin Samuels up. Christ. Right. <laughs> One thing about Kevin Samuels, like Andrew Tate, like we just saw what happened with Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is wrapped into all types of, like the accusations that he has, human trafficking, sex trafficking. Rape. Right. Trigger warning. They Trigger warning. warning. Trigger warning. They will demonetize this whole shit. This whole Your shit. video is not playable. You can't say certain words like that no more. But, um... The accusations that he has, Kevin Samuels never had no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he died with a woman. You know what I'm saying? He died with a thick Latina joint. That yeah. was the most dishonorable damn. See, he was talking all that shit. And then, but yeah. other than that, he, was, he wasn't really the guy that something like, because the only reason why I bring him up is because now it seems like these New people that are these me, these men's rights activists, and everybody seen Glass Onion. It was a character in that that kind of was based on the oh, men's wow, yeah. rights av- advocates. Like that's becoming like a thing, <laughs> but a lot of it comes off kind of like satire. But people believe it. Yeah. And so when real shit happened, like what some cases like this, they lean into that shit way too heavy. Yeah. Where Kevin Samuels was literally like the, well, if this is that way, if you think that way, then maybe this. My bad. Fucking hand out my face. Sorry. I feel like candy. Did you see that video, candy? <clears throat> and don't put your fucking, don't, don't actually wave. Did you see they said something about her mother? Hey, look. <clears throat> I'm talking about the Real Housewives of, of Atlanta. I don't think y'all know. <laughs> y'all gonna know what I'm talking about. But they, some of y'all will. Don't you be waving your hand in my face like that? And don't talk about my mother, something like that. She said the other girl had her mother wig on. Imagine I say your mother, it look like you got a so-and-so wig on, but that's your mother. It's like, <laughs> hold up. Hey, look, speaking, speaking of Kevin Samuels, though, where my conspiracy theory sat with that? The Balenciaga folk. Y'all don't think it was weird that this man randomly dies with a girl, with a, with a woman? I told Terrell, I said, how we know. I'm a conspiracy theorist, bro. With the, ce- with the celebration that happened after. How we know Shorty didn't have him set up. No bullshit. That's through her party. You know how they put the people in the marriage chair and hold them up? Yeah, or like she put something in his <laughs> in his, his drink. And his red boy. That nigga, well, I don't know. I don't know. Let me tell you something, though. I am a conspiracy theorist to the point where you could say, they told you your whole life the sky was Terrell, here. stop putting your sick-ass hands in my I'm face. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. You sick. Y'all hear him? He's still sick. I got a little bit of something, but nigga, you got the no bulk of it. Shit. You doing this. Damn, this nigga all up in my personal space. Fuck this nigga space. How about that? Man. Bro, I'm a conspiracy theorist to the point where... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a conspiracy theorist to the point where somebody can say, they told you your whole life the sky was blue. But it's really red. It's but it's really not. The ion rays in I'm your not- eyes. This is the thing. People will be like, fuck this motherfucker. The, the sky is clearly blue. I am not the person that's going to just believe him. Yeah. But I'm going to listen. I'm just listening. 
I'll tell you, you this. I'm just going to listen to what you have to say. The person that says, fuck this motherfucker, this guy's blue, that person I feel like lives a more peaceful, happier, <laughs> happier life. You tell somebody the sky ain't blue and now they walking around thinking, hold up, what do we really know? If somebody said that the world... But was, I feel you. But that's the thing about now. Yeah. People be so baked into their opinion that they want to make their opinion law. Now, if you were to tweet... All right, Terrell, come on. Not, not, okay, let me just tell you this. If you were to tweet... Toaster Strudel. I, I'm ever, never really been a Toaster Strudel fan. Yeah. I've been more of a pop talk guy. You got hella people that say, this is the worst tweet ever. This is the worst take. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? It's my fucking opinion. And what if I'm right? Think about it. Some of these games, I'd be like, look, there's, there's such and such going to lose. Motherfucker say, oh, wow, just stop talking about sports. You just, you just stop talking. Then when I'm right, you have nothing to say. So when a motherfucker say the world about to end, then you say, oh, this motherfucker is crazy. The world has never ended. Yeah, all right. That's different just, than a game. I just rewatched Don't Look Up. That shit wouldn't, has never happened. Yeah, but if it did, guess what would happen? But you're talking Motherfuckers about if, would be, if we all are no longer here. Nah, Terrence. That is, that is was, like a, all right, come on, man. And if, if we are, we're going to all be in the same place. But Terrence, and you get to say you was right, but guess what? Beauty, you still died. The beauty in Don't Look Up is that the shit was really happening. And people didn't believe it, yeah. And people just said, these motherfuckers are crazy. Just they, got, they were so against it that they just they made a whole thing that was about they not looking up. They believed it when they saw that bitch in the sky, though. No, they didn't, Terrence. They said there was a community of people that didn't. But, but the closer it got, people said, all right, man, this shit really happening. The shit I get what you're saying, though. Like, I'm not trying to stay long-winded on, on that. Trust me, because we got far away from what we was talking about. Y'all know. Y'all know. No, what's next? This motherfucker. <laughs> new year, new me. What you think about that? I'm not mad. At, I've said that all the time. I'm not mad at trying to reinvent yourself for the new year. Not new yet. year, new me has bred some fucking celebrities and stars. New year, new me. It's funny. I want to talk about how Drewski went on Breakfast Club, and it was kind of eye-opening to me. Yeah. Because DJ Envy was like, so, you know, doing the skits. You know what I'm saying with the skits? How you get started doing that? And it's like, damn, it's a new, it's a new, uh, new famous is what I thought of, what I thought of. It's new famous now. Like, y'all gonna ask this man how he started doing Instagram skits? Like, yo, niggas been doing Instagram skits forever. His shit is just funny. His shit is funny and it, and it popped. Look, and I'm not hating because it sounds like hate, but I'm like, damn. It's funny, like the Breakfast Club been around for like 10 plus years, right? 20 plus. They've been around. Not 20 plus. About 15 plus. They've been around 10 plus years. Uh -huh. And it's like normally you see them eggs, certain singers, rappers, stars, creators, engineers, all these different people, how they started. But to see them eggs, Drewski, the Instagram video skits, yo, what made you start doing that? It's like, damn, you know what? The guy on Instagram that's funny is the new star. Like, Drewski getting ready to that's go on fact. his uh, could have been records tour. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to have some big success with that. Yep. But I think he's also a part of, like, the wheel that's turning where it's a new famous. Now, you're not – think about it. On Instagram, you're, fam you're that famous guy who does this. You go to Kevin Hart's page. He was funny on the stage. Like, he was a comedian on stage, and he was in movies, but this is his Instagram. Right. Now – your Instagram can be the reason you're in movies. Like, that's yep. the crazy thing. Absolutely. Like, your Instagram is the reason why you're on Breakfast Club. Oh, because he's funny on Instagram. Right. 
Like, it's no longer, hey, that's the famous guy, and here's the famous guy's Instagram. Now, it's, it's that's the guy from Instagram, and he's now famous because of that. Brand new famous, bro. I said that's crazy because it, it's it's not crazy. It's just more so eye-opening. Well, that's true. But it's eye-opening, for sure. Yo, so you know, the skits, what you think about the skits? I'm like, damn, skits? Motherfuckers been doing skits for years. Like That's so true. That's also, come on, Andy. And you know what? You come with a better question than that. Honestly, that was a... <laughs> Going back to what I said about the New Year, New Me, fuck everybody. Oh, you had that as a topic on your joint, I guess. Fuck okay. everybody that's shitting on people for saying New Year, New Me. Yeah, I'm not with that. And I feel like a lot of people, there's a lot of people that want you to stay the same because they don't have plans to change and they're going to stay the same. So they just try to... And that's what people do now. They try to make jokes and mask it as funny. Yeah. When nah, we can see dead through this. Motherfucker, new year, new me. Fuck out of here. The dude was like, that podcast y'all want to start? Don't. All the jokes now that are about, um, I'm on my Joey Swole. Because the dude said, the gym about to be full with all y'all motherfuckers in people way. Y'all about to be in that gym not knowing what the fuck y'all doing. So what? Why are y'all energy this way? Because I bet you not in the gym. And you if, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're making this comment. You're making it funny because you're somebody who's too pussy. Around. Sorry. You too pussy to go to the gym. Right. So you're just going to talk about everybody else that's actually going and saying, y'all going to be in the people way. Oh, why? Because you're not going? And they giving you it telling, a shot? Right. Don't start that podcast. Why? Because you too pussy to start one? Right. And that's why the new year, new me thing, people get shit on. But... If this is your year to reinvent yourself, all I'm saying is you should do it. Because motherfuckers that's saying you shouldn't, that's trying to make jokes, look through all of that bullshit. They're just going to stay the same. They're just going to do what they're doing this year again. I agree. Fuck it. I mean, look, it's a new year. People and, energy just be so weird. Nah, yeah. I mean, I understand. Like, last year, I've been in the gym for a minute now. I remember this last new year, all the new people that have come into the gym. And it's like, I don't know, man. I was looking at this girl's before and after on uh, Instagram. And I hate how my Instagram is filled with fitness shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it was like, I did this. I started here. And she, was, she looked like she was struggling. And then now she like, you know what I'm Getting saying? Getting heavy shit. So I said, you know what? We about to see a whole bunch of people on their on they startup, man. Like, you can't really be mad at that. Not Somebody yet. about to come in here on the first. Fall in love with this shit, mm -hmm. start an Instagram, and influence more people. And that's the thing, though. There's a lot more people than that that are going to come on the first, be overwhelmed, yeah. not necessarily know what to do, and they might not ever come back. Or they might say on the first, I'm about to start doing this, get discouraged, see little jokes and shit online, yeah. and say, damn. So I'm just saying what I'm saying so I can be in the opposite. There is a negative side to New Year, New Me, though. Some of y'all are might be trying to do a little bit too much reinvent. Or if you done said it too many times That's every year. Saying, yeah. New Year, New Me can be negative when you haven't fulfilled what you started here. Or some people will do a New Year, New Me to use as an excuse to be disrespectful or not follow through on something that they, they, that they, you know what I'm saying, committed to. So, there's definitely some dark sides of New Year, New Me. You nah, that's for sure. Because some people, y'all, you've been saying it. Yeah, but you get what I mean when I say when people use it as like a, in, a, in a negative sense. 
Like, say you a dude, you got all these girls, you you stop talking to all these girls, and you're trying to play the new year, new me, I'm not on. It's like, all right. All right, yeah. You, you was looking bullshit. for an opportunity to cut ties with something or somebody. Okay, yeah. Bullshit. Or something you was doing. Let's say you was going to, I don't know. Nah, you were 100% right about that. People be on bullshit. There's definitely bullshit that comes along with it. Yeah, especially like a little religious stuff. Oh, new year. Uh, I can't do this because it's, I'm, oh, not religious. I'm sorry, y'all. But like, take the vegan dude. New year, new me, I'm vegan. Cool. But it's only cool if you if you cool with it. Don't but new nah. year, new me, be vegan, and then now you starting to shit on shit you was just doing. Oh, yeah, see, I hate people you know what like saying? that. I'm not mad at the person that says, new year, I'm about to be vegan. I'm not mad at that, that either. I'm mad at, I'm mad at that person said, wow, you eating chicken? Wow. It's like, hold on, yeah. wait, you on your new year, new you. That ain't okay, come yeah. with it. You know what I'm saying? You still try to figure out if you will keep this. And that's the worst thing. It's always bullshit baked into good points. I know y'all know a lot of vegans that said that they was a vegan, and look, you see them two years later at the... Or, or you ask, ain't you vegan? 100%. No, I only did that shit for a couple years. I'm going to put his ass on blast. My cousin Drew. <laughs> at my uncle's funeral, we went to the funeral. They had, uh, first off, they had Popeyes at the... Repass. Repass. That shit was fire. <laughs> Say what you want. That shit was fire. But look, Drew got three big-ass thighs on his plate. And I remember I said, damn, you know what? You, I said, I said, you not, you know how you get a, a plate somewhere. You say I'm gonna be humble. I'm just gonna eat because they prepared it. I said, you really making a full course meal. But then I said, hold up, ain't you a pescatarian? Only eat fish? He was like, man, I dropped that. I said, damn, what the fuck, dog? Everybody who's a vegan or a pescatarian. <laughs> They come running back to that chicken, dog. You need uh -huh. the protein. You tired of eating that fucking cabbage chicken on a stick? And what's the main thing they always eat, Terrell? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Mm. Cauliflower wings. Cauliflower Let strips. Me. Buffalo cauliflower is good. Bo uh, cauliflower crust for pizza is this. That is the worst <laughs> shit. shit ever. That's Just eat bread. This is insane. That's random as hell. Well, you must have had somebody say, try this. And you said, this shit is terrible. I'm just getting tired of these motherfuckers. <laughs> you don't want to eat chicken, right? But you're trying to make everything taste like chicken. You're trying to make your own vegan chicken on a stick look like some shit out of Flintstones. Nah, yeah. Look like a fucking Proud Family stick. You know how Proud Family, the chicken, it was just chicken on top and then the bone? <laughs> yeah. That's how them uh -huh. vegan That's wings how them be vegan wings do look. Not shit on the vegans. Y'all are actually doing the healthiest lifestyle, even though some of that Beyond Meat is salty as fuck. Don't eat too much of it. Don't. But yeah, man, new year, new me. I ain't mad at it. You want to talk about Akon? Yes. I was about to say, what do we have next? All right, man, let's talk about Akon. Akon started a little bit of a frenzy on the TL um, because he was talking about how... You need this one. No, nah, I got oh, it. Okay. I got it right here. I'm going to play you the clip. Akon is a Senegalese man. He has done so much for um, Africa. Um, but he came out and explained why he thought Africans are more talented and better performers than black Americans. And so here hey, is yeah. old Akon. African. Yeah. We a little different when it yeah, comes to yeah, stage yeah, presence. Yeah, 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 Not yeah. America. Oh, yeah. Them niggas going to be wobbling, pants hanging half down. <laughs> Bored as hell, half to sleep because they high as hell right, on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Africa, we wake up morning. Like, look, I mean, look at these YouTube clips of all these kids from Uganda. And yeah. how they be, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, these yeah. kids are performers. Like, yeah. so when, for us, it comes natural, you know, like to watch the kids from Af Africa. All right, bet. This man, now let me tell you something. 
Shout out to all of our listeners. We have so many listeners that are in Africa. Mm-hmm. So many listeners that are Africans that are in the United States. Shout out to y'all and where y'all are from. Y'all know Akon was just on some bullshit, though. Y'all know Akon was just talking crazy. It is so much you can take from black Americans. It is so much you can take from us. There's so much shit you can throw at us and say we don't have this or we don't do this or we don't have when it comes to ties back to the motherland. We will take that. What we not about to do is let Akon sit up here and say, for us, it comes natural. He said, in America, them niggas, which that's already disrespectful, because why you prefer, you're referring to y'all as just, you know, who y'all are. But when you referring to black folks in America, you said, y'all niggas, they're going to be on stage pants fall, <coughs> wobbling, yeah. pants half falling off because they're high. Whoa. So now you're going to throw tropes. Yeah. Now we generalize. That's like if I was to say some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? About an, a, a negative stereotype trope about an, about an African. And right. I thought that was fucked up. I thought that was fucked up too, Akon. Also, I'm going to let you out. No, you got it. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I, I'm missing it. Do you not know Michael Jackson was born in Indiana? Do you not know Beyonce was born in Houston? Do you not know Prince is also I forget black American? Born. Do you not know... James Brown. James Brown. All of the greatest performers of all time. When you look at that list, let's, where the Africans at? Not, I mean, this is my thing. No let's, disrespect. No disrespect. But since you wanted to say that, what are you talking about, bro? Because one thing that we do is that. And then you tried to say, and this is, my own, this is my thing too. You tried to say, for us it just comes natural. Them niggas are going to get on stage, pants half falling down. High. Wobbling. They Did high. y'all just not? We just seen Burner Boy just killed it in DC. P- in DC, his yeah. biggest show in DC. Have y'all seen how Burner Boy dresses? That nigga up there looking like Offset, right? Pants hanging half off, no shirt on stage like Lil Wayne, who's also a Black American. What we covered in about? tattoos? What we talking about, Akon? So that's my only thing, Akon. I got love for everybody. Yeah, but what we tired of, and Van Lathan said it the best, is. People like Akon, who came here and you cosplayed like you was one of the black people here. Convict music. You went to jail for a stolen car or some shit, and the charges got dropped, and you got out. But you made this whole career on being locked up, convict music. You cosplayed as a black dude, and then you took all of the money you got on the backs of black Americans and gave it right back to Senegal, which is completely fine. But we remember shit like that. And when you start talking like this... It's like you it's you like, disrespecting yeah, you disrespect. your path. You feel me? You wouldn't have been able to do what you're doing for Senegal if it wasn't for those same black Americans who you just called niggas and said that they whatever. Right. Because you followed that blueprint. Right. Because are there flaws in the game? 100%. Are there some flaws? <laughs> are there some bad apples? 100%. But don't generalize all of us to be that because are we going to generalize all African performers to be like the bad apples that I'm sure y'all have? We're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? No, that and I feel up. like another thing is to like never disrespect. To me, I feel like it has to be immediate respect put on black performers, black m- musicians, black, especially black Americans, because of the influence that we have. Feel me? You mm. know what I'm saying? The top charters, the niggas that really spin records, a lot of them are over here. 
from the biggest names to some of the smallest names. Mm-hmm. Feel me? We seen a whole bunch of Africans on BET on the last BET Awards because we try and help out, right? I don't know what awards they got over in Africa, but I don't see too many black American artists saying, let me travel over to Africa and see if I could get on one of these shows so that I could get more exposure. But don't you see, see and that's but but that conversation is framed like we don't want to go back. Right. Nah, nah. Y'all won't let us back over there. And there, I'm, I mean, we're not capping. There's not an opportunity over there. there what, are, what, what are we watching from? What are we watching from Africa? What is everybody watching? Nobody. Uh, you know, nothing. I, I can't name it. And, it, and, and for my, my folks that are from Africa, this is no disrespect to anybody's country. To, to anybody's country. It's just like we see over here. You see black Americans create trends, and that shit goes global. That shit goes around the world. You feel me? Uh, BTS, uh, all of these other, even all over K-pop, some of our influences did. You know? But it's cool. We don't say shit. It's crazy how we don't say shit. We're not saying, damn, y'all really trying. Nah. The fucked up thing is we invite everybody to the party. And then they come in and start take, talking about. They take what they can and then look back. It's, it's almost like the dude said. It. It's like you you a horse that leads. You ride this horse to water and then you look back and shoot the horse in the head. Yeah. They got you there. And that's my thing too. Because look, Afrobeat is huge here. Afrobeat is something that's super grow, it's growing super. It's, it's growing crazy. Yeah. You got hella artists. Wiz Kid, Burner Boy, Thames. Hella people that are more mainstream and even the smaller artists that are starting to pop on this side. That's yeah. true. But look at what everybody's blueprint is. Look at how everybody dressed. Even, even to the uh, the Latin rap community. Yeah. I don't know well. Bad Bunny. Have these people dress like black American rappers. They iced out like black American rappers. But they whole swag scream black American, but they doing their own thing. And it's popping over there. Mm-hmm. Because of the recipe from Black America, we, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't we, shoot the horse in the you shooting the horse in the head. Why? That's it's almost like you go to a party and you see they doing something at that party. Then you go and you you go and do that at your party, but you tell them whose party was at that they not invited or they fuck can't they come. Party. Yeah, you know say fuck they party. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they party wacky. What we do it is lit. Hold up. You wouldn't even be doing it if you ain't come to our party. Right. First of all, you wouldn't have even got here if you, you want to really go back. That's what I'm saying. If we didn't have to fight these motherfuckers that wanted us as property. It's crazy. <laughs> and for my folks in African countries, we love y'all. However, we've seen too many times that it seems like we get slighted by our African brothers who aren't black Americans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all come over here and shit on us. You know what I'm saying? We feel like we don't... We we feel like... I don't know. We feel like there's a separation that's made from y'all. And look, I've, I've talked to... I've spoke to Africans before. Africans have said that they... I've seen some of the things that they said when I was young. I went through I was, this. I went through this. I was called They still this. go through stuff today, too. It's, they, it's a two-sided yeah, yeah. thing. It's definitely two-sided. So we're not eliminating or... Or undervaluing anybody's experience. Everybody have their experience. But to speak honestly from our experience, this was totally uncalled for, Akon. 
Why the smoke for our Especially the audacity of you because of how you got you came up. Yeah. You're not Burner. Like Burner, even though you followed the look, he got big over there first. And then came over here. Yeah, you got big Akon, over here. Your ass was half here and half in Senegal. You know what I'm saying? You was you grew up having, I think, I don't know if it was New Jersey or wherever you were, but nigga, you was here, grew up, got on here first. Right. The only reason why, why you're able to do for Senegal or whoever you're doing for mm -hmm. is because of the opportunities blueprinted by black Americans who you disrespected. End of day. That's where it just looks funny, y'all. That is it. Imagine us coming over to Africa and getting on one of y'all plans, then going back to America and saying, oh, yeah, them Africans over there, yeah, they, they, and I'm throwing out the stereotype. Yeah, yeah it would be they like, that. whoa. They ain't that, yeah, we OG, we original. Hold up. Your motherfucking ass wouldn't even be saying convict music if you was growing, if you grew up in Senegal. You probably would be saying something else. Fuck out of here, Akon. That shit was lame. And Akon, I think, is a cool guy. I think he's a business mogul. I think he's a smart guy. I would one day, I wouldn't mind working with somebody like Akon, but look, I yeah, wouldn't want now, that line to get blurred. You know what I'm saying? But you see, how, you, how do you really feel about us? How you really feel about us? You know? <coughs> yeah, bro. Trust me. It's a slippery slope, and it, and it just creates a more of a divide between, you know, the, the diaspora. You people talk about the diaspora wars yeah. and how. I feel like Africans can gatekeep. Whatever country they from and whatever culture comes out of it, what can we gatekeep? What could black Americans really gatekeep? Nothing. We could gatekeep this type shit. We just don't. It's like we, we let everybody yeah. do everything. That's what I'm saying. But we we just don't. And, and then we get slighted like this. And we don't but no, gatekeep but then, anything. When you, know you know try to when you try to gatekeep, people try to people say you being divisive or whatever. Yeah. But everybody else gets the gatekeep. It's almost like when you were talking about the dude that said we need to be able to be in these movies, and he was like, and and you was like, all right, bet. Well, what about his country and all oh, yeah. of the Bollywood films that y'all do? We not in, in them. We not in none of them. Do you know? And then and then that's the crazy thing. I, I I really hated him for. I really hated that he said that. Not hated him, but I really didn't like that he said that because it's like, yo, do you know what we go through with y'all country? Do you know that in black when Black Panther the first one first came out and Chadwick's on the front of it, they put the mask over Chadwick just because they didn't want. Because they said if they saw that it was a black dude on the front of it, then they wouldn't go see it. This was for mm -hmm. the, the, the China yep. release I remember for that. Black Panther. They did the same thing with like three other Marvel films where they took Black Panther off the, off the, the Avengers joint. It's like, damn, but you got the audacity to speak on your representation here? Nah, yeah. We got to put a mask on in order to even be seen there. Oh, y'all not going to go into the theater. We done went and saw your movie. And you want to come out and talk shit? Man, it's crazy. We don't gatekeep nothing nah, except but you words see, for that real. That is what being black is like in, the, in America. You got to go through all of this shit everywhere else. And then now America has made it to where everybody gets to complain. And you're still the one that gets nothing for your complaint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a movement and you still get shit. But you know what? It's the new year. We're not really... Trying to make this a super right. It's a new year. That was but, just wild as shit, Akon. But Akon, wild as fuck. Fuck did that come from, Akon? <laughs> you know what? I think this is random as shit. Yeah. But my favorite movie theater experience of the of the year. Okay, yeah. Was probably I got two. 
don't know if you have. If you could think of some of your best, I, in I know. Experiences. I know mine. I'm doing Spider Man because it was December seventeenth. Yeah. And of last year, but it still feels like that was at the top of this year because it was past all of this shit. It was the end of the year last year. Nobody really talked about it yes. on a list. But if I had to go just from this year, if I omit Spider Man, Smile. 100 percent That's on my smile. Smile was insane to see in the theater. That was and I had a fucked up stomach. I had to get up in the middle of that movie, but that movie is still up there on mine. I don't even know if I want to watch that drink again. Nah, yeah, I don't. Like they said that drink's coming to streaming, and I'm like, not, not watching, watching it. <laughs> that drink crazy. Mm -hmm. Um Barbarian. Barbarian. That was a good in theater experience. Was right. good in theater. What else did we see? We Everything, s everywhere, all at once was my number one. That yeah. was my number one. I felt the the movie magic. Yes, that. that was probably the best. Yeah, I felt the movie magic. I, I'm I'm pulling for that movie come award season. Right. Yeah, every everybody should win. Yeah, but you know what? It made me think, and and, and it goes back to what you were saying. Um, the Batman number one this year, great movie movie experience for people that love cinema. That movie was so great. Best and he's talking movie in theater experiences, y'all. In not theater, talking. yeah. I'm not talking about what just was movies, the, yeah. Yeah. In theater. Avatar, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of some of the stuff in the story, that was a hell of a movie theater experience. Oh, yeah. And they just crossed a bed. And they just crossed a bed. And I was going to say, he proved your ass wrong. <laughs> y'all remember when Terrell came in this joint real skeptical? I remember that because you didn't even want to talk about that. That was my topic. Yep, you was like, James Cameron is digging himself in a hole he might not be able to get out of. That motherfucker sore. And they might be at two, <laughs> two billion or something like that. Like, Man, yo, they, he, they running it up. He did that shit. All, that's all I'm going to say. That's it. It's a picture of you. James Cameron, I got to eat words. He did that shit. I did not think in a post-pandemic world he could get people to the theater to a point where you're going to make a billion dollars. But... Motherfucker did 600 million. Then it was. I said, shit. Damn. What was our recent movie experience? Black Panther. Uh, you Black went Panther. to go see all them scary joints. Halloween kills. And we saw Scream this year. Saw Scream, Scream was at the year. top of this year. That was. I mean, we went to see this joint called Fresh. No, we watched it on Netflix. The menu. The menu we just saw. That was good. That's coming out on streaming. You need to watch that. I'm going to try to watch that. Joke. It wasn't like super crazy good, but it was one of the movies that's different. Nah, yeah. I think I, one thing I'm looking forward to doing next year is the theater. I'm trying oh, yeah. to get back. Like, Hell yeah. I didn't see enough movies this year. Definitely going to try to get back and see more movies next year. I always tell myself that too. Like, There's so many movies that I can watch that I need to watch. Like, I still haven't seen RRR. That's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen, um, it's this movie called, damn, Decision to Leave. It's like an Asian joint. Yeah, I heard that joint is amazing. The whale, I need to see the whale. I don't I know. I want to see that. That's that's eight twenty four. I want to see that. Yeah, that's playing at Hoffman. Um, wow, Hoffman, and that's Darren Jake. Aronofsky. Yeah. That's what one I want to like, see. The last I one we saw from him, yes, was you know yes. So like, I need to get back in the theater. I need to get back. That's another resolution. You want to do movies? You got movies, Jasha? That's One thing that I do want to say before oh, we get the movie suggestion, I know our, our battery is dying on our camera, y'all. It's kind of fuckery. But Kendrick Lamar has not missed on music videos for uh, Mr. Moran and Big Steppers. Nah, he has yeah. not missed once. I'm just saying this. This doesn't even have to be a topic. Kendrick Lamar have not missed once. Yeah. 
This man has li- <laughs> this man has literally knocked everything out. I mean, in '95, the video was fire. Yep. Uh, I think it was called "We Stay Together." We, we cry together. We cry together. I'm sorry. Y'all need to go and look at that video. That video was all one shot. I don't know if y'all saw it. The whole video is one shot. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. That dude. ends with them movie. coming out of the complete set, showing you that it was a, a one shot. Uh, the Count Me Out video and the Rich Spirit video, when you look at the cinematography and the meanings behind his videos, man, Missing Around the Big Step is easily my, one, my favorite album of the year, probably. Rich Spirit was a good video. Remember he was just kind of... Did you see the Count Me Out video? Yeah. I love Fire. that. Fire. He been killing it. And look, SZA did a video for Shirt earlier in the year, the joint that she did with... Uh, What's bruh's name from uh, Get Out? Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, remember? Oh, yeah. They were like a Joker, Harley Quinn type, and she ended up like killing them at the end or getting them killed. You look at the cinematography in that, I feel like TDE's doing good things on that side. Like, and then I was thinking about this, like, Kendrick got other videos that he could do for Mr. Morale still. I, I know. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar, Dave Free, and everybody over there at TDE that's been PG just, Lang now. Yes. Sorry, PG Lang. They... Are killing. The only reason why I bring up TDE is because of the scissor joke. Now, <laughs> Weekend just said he might do a video for uh, Is It Someone Else. Weekend need to do more videos for his joint. Come on, you put out a great-ass album, bro. Yeah. Come on, Weekend. Come on with some shit. What you said, movie suggestion of the week? Yes. My movie suggestion of the week, I go first. My movie suggestion of the week is Glass Onion, A Knives Out Story. It's the number one movie on Netflix. For a reason, watch it. If you've never seen Knives Out, uh, Daniel Craig, motherfucking Captain America, which, what's his name? What's Captain America real name? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Um, Lakeith Stanfield's in that too. It's hella people in that. Um, but Knives Out is a whodunit. It was great. Um, the sequel, which it really isn't a sequel because you can watch it without seeing Knives Out. You do not have to see Knives Out. It is literally it's completely its own movie. But um, Glass Onion is like the follow-up from Ryan. Um, I think his name is Ryan Johnson. It's his second film. And dude, he just like smashed it. That movie is great. It's like Who Done It? Janelle Monae's in it. Daniel Craig is back. Batista's in it. Um, who else is in that joint? Um, <coughs> excuse me. Edward Norton's in it. Kate Hudson. There's a bunch of people in it that... Um, they all smoked it, and it and it has like a good little swing, like it'll keep you into it. And so I watched that. And then look, on my my other movie suggestion would be the Best Man Final Chapters. I only watched okay, the first yeah. couple of them joints, but it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's Just fun because of the, it's it's got to be said how they got everybody back. Okay, like yeah. <coughs> excuse me, they got Morris. That whole cast, Shelby's back, Merch is back, Candy's back. Um, Lance? Robin's back. Lance is back. Tay Diggs. Me having a bromance for, uh, what's his name? Who, Lance? Yeah. Is Lance back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But watch that Glass Onion. Real, real good to, good to watch. My movie suggestion of the week was going to be Glass Onion, but we ended up watching The Gift on Netflix. It's, uh, it's got a pretty good rate. It's a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, the gift was good. The gift was good. Jason Bateman, it's got this girl named Re- Rebecca Hall in it. Tall, I always say dreamy white girl. You know how they say a dreamy white boy? The dreamy Zac Efron guys that all the white girls... Oh, yeah. This girl, Rebecca Hall, I felt like it's one of them dreamy white girls. One of them 
These white boys would be going crazy for her. She's tall. The she drink got, from the town. Her like she had a nice smile. But uh, her. She was Joe, in the town. I think. With she Ben Affleck. Was. I think she was. I'm not. I'm not. She was a stock character in the town. Yeah, he left her the he left her the uh, orange. I don't remember that movie that well. You need to go ahead. That's a random ass thing. I guess is that that big of a part of a movie? The town is she great. Left her the orange. What? All right. Anyway, <laughs> this movie to give. Uh, Joel, Joel Edgerton, believe it or not, he wrote and directed. He's actually, he's a really? uh, important character. Yeah, this is, I don't know if it's his debut, but he wrote and directed this movie. But it's, I'm going to tell y'all, it's got a Prisoner's type of vibe. 100% a thriller. It's like, uh, hold on, what's going on? I'm going to keep it 100. If I'm keeping it 100, you're not going to be, I don't think you're going to be able to predict what happens. But it is... I just felt like it was a good watch. You lie. always feel like you know what was going to happen. And I'd be like, this motherfucker don't know what the fuck happened. I'm not going to say I knew what was going to happen, but like one thing that I know is like sometimes the writer will make a character a certain way to support this happening. Yeah. I'll make you slow as shit, but like I'll make it so that everybody knows that you don't run fast, but then I'll make it so that you have to run from something. Yeah. And we like, <laughs> oh, he's not going to outrun it. Stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, okay. You're just... Because think about it. You could easily just run a regular speed and get away from it. But since we know you run slow, you can't get away from that. So you had to do this. Oh, okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you wrote her this way so that she would not be aware of this. Okay. Anyway, this movie, I feel like it's pretty good. Love Jason Bateman. I just love how Jason Bateman works out issues. Yeah, I'm about to say. You know what I'm saying? Jason like, Bateman reasoning. Okay, so let's have a conversation about this. That is 100% yes. in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Can I borrow your charger? Yeah. Boy, finna die. Is it plugged up? Yeah. It's just in there. Damn, this motherfucker ain't got no, no stretch. But um, but yeah, that's a, that's a solid movie. I watched that during a little while back. Also, y'all, Amsterdam, David or Russell, I'm sorry. We turned that bullshit right off. And we made it all the way until it was 20 minutes left. But what the fuck? Motherfucker had everybody in the movie. Chris Rock is in it. Um, Christian Robbie. Bale, Margot Bale. Robbie, Denzel Washington's son. Um, yep. He got hella cameos. Robert De Niro got a crazy cameo in that joint. It's like, damn, that's motherfucking Robert De Niro. Wow. But the story just, it's just too much going on and nothing is happening. You'd be like, yo, why are they doing all of this? Like, what is the motive? Yeah. It's just a bunch of shit happening. I watched a movie called Don't Worry, Darling, and it was the same thing. That was the uh, the Harry Styles Harry controversial Styles Olivia Wilde yes, sir. joint. That joint was all over the place. Like, all right. <laughs> but yeah. Movie suggests. Let's get it, shout Turn up, man. NFL picks. We only got two more weeks left in the season. Week 17. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, up? This is with a real football that matters. These weeks are getting ready to be a little slow. Just because you got some teams that clinch playoff 
eligibility, and they might be resting some players. That's right. So some of these games might be gimmies, but we really don't know. Uh, first and foremost, week 16, respect. First and foremost, I want to say it was so dope to have a Christmas football. It was football on the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. We had football not talk on about, Christmas. Let's not talk about that game on Christmas. Right. And then we had Christmas the day, football the day after the day after Christmas. That was just, oh, I'm sorry, the day after Christmas. Yep. I felt like that was awesome. It was so, dope. Uh, week 16, respect. First week and foremost, 16. I'm going to put respect on the, the Rams. And dog jaw, the Rams. They had points. literally one of the lo- the second lowest scoring percentage, like we did. Like we're we're of course the worst. Yeah. Then it was the Rams. These motherfuckers went out there and put up fifty. That's insane. Yikes. Anyway, respect to them. Respect to the Jaguars, um, who beat the Jets that Thursday night. Yeah. Um, want to give respect to the motherfucking Panthers. I about to say I got Carolina <laughs> on my list. The Panthers are trying to get a sneaky. I see. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better hold on because nah, yeah, y'all we, we are definitely a squad them. that can, yeah. I'll give a shout-out to Green Bay, Dallas, San Francisco, New Orleans, Baltimore. I got to put respect on all of y'all names. Hell, yeah. Y'all went out there and did the damn thing. Giants, y'all suck. Losing streak, except for when they beat y'all. And who, I don't know why. My Vikings. How about that? Who did San Francisco lose to? Or who did they just beat? They beat y'all. Oh, okay, yeah, and that's why I picked them. I was about to say, I know I didn't pick the other San Francisco the went and did that to Washington because that defense is just too stout. Nah, yeah. And, and now it, Washington about to go with Wentz. Idiots. Trust me, y'all. We paying Wentz $29 million a year. Battery died again. Battery died but again. We, we signed Carson Wentz to a 20, uh, we, we paying him $29 million, almost $30 million a year. I understand how we have to go back and see what he has. I hate it. Y'all know I'm, I'm behind four. I want to see Heineke on the field. I feel like he gives us a better chance to win. But at this point in the season, I think it's a dumb move, but I understand. Yeah, for sure. So, NFL picks. Hold on, wait, Terrence. Okay. That motherfucking Dallas Cowboys, even though they didn't have Jalen Hurts. Oh, I, I, I lumped them into my respect. Dallas, San Fran, Green Bay. Oh, okay. I'll give it to him now. And shout out to uh, the Steelers. I don't want to really give Dallas no respect for real for beating the Eagles without Hurts. Yeah, I mean, but the Eagles, the one thing the Cowboys fans said that's true is that the Eagles fans, when they beat the Cowboys with Cooper Rush, they talk shit. They talk shit. Yeah, you're right. So that's the true. real game is going to be in the playoffs. Hopefully, if they if they play each other, that'll be dope. But, nah, yeah. I don't think the Cowboys going to make it that far. Me neither. All right, bet. NFL picks. Thursday night football. Speaking of the Cowboys, we yep. got the Cowboys who clinched the division last week against the Tennessee Titans. And they're currently playing right now. It's 10 to 6. It's 10 to 6. Believe it or not, we're recording this podcast pretty late. I think the Titans are on the bubble. They have every reason to win. Dallas is a tough team to play, but I'm picking the Titans. Even though they're down four points right now. I'm picking the Titans. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win. I think the Cowboys are going to squeeze, you know, one out. The Titans are so unfucking predictable man. The most unpredictable fucking yeah, team. Are. It's the worst. Yeah. Like... They was literally just seven and five. Now y'all seven and eight. Yeah, it's like all right, uh, all right, Titans. Anyway, I'm picking the Cowboys. All right, bet. New Year's Day, one o'clock games starts with the Arizona Cardinals at the Atlanta Falcons. 
given we got what's the young the young man's name that plays for <laughs> for uh, the Cardinals, McChase McSorley or Chad McSorley. McSorley yeah, I like him. Yeah. Him up against Desmond Ritter, and I felt like what, what's his name Connor was cooking last week too. Oh yeah, Connor. Yep. I'm gonna pick the Cardinals. I'm gonna pick the Cardinals. I'm not a. I don't think. I don't think Ritter is all the way there yet. Yeah. And I like McSorley, so I'm gonna pick the Cardinals to win. These two teams, I think the Cardinals are like four and something, right? Mm-hmm. And the Falcons are five <gasps> and whatever. This, just because they're in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I'm gonna pick the Falcons. Falcons? Yep. I think the Cardinals played well, but they also didn't play that well last week. That's true. Brady. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with ATL. I like Drake London. I say, you know what, maybe, they get a win. maybe they'll get a home win. But you're right. This is a toss-up game for real. It is. Now, um, Lions – I'm sorry, the Bears are going to play the Lions. Let me tell you something. The Lions are going to win that game. I know I How said the same thing. How can you fucking say that and they got their ass – I know I just that said that last talk week. and what happened last week. I know I just said that last week about Carolina. But the Lions will win this game. Washington, if y'all go out there and lose – Guess who's going to take that playoff spot? And then you're going to have to beat Dallas to get your spot back. Because of that situation, I'm picking the Lions as well. The, the but, Bears have I mean, nothing else to play for. And that's exactly why the Lions can go out there and get smoked. Because what did the Panthers have to play for last week? Nothing. They 6-9. and nine, They still fighting to get in. The Bears have nothing to win for. The Lions have to win this game in and, order to get a playoff spot. And that's why I'm picking the Lions. But Lions, look, look, look you see what I'm saying? They go out there and get your ass up. Why you keep looking at the camera? Because I feel like that joint going to die any minute. <laughs> All right, bet. Um, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Houston. At Houston. I'm picking the Jaguars. Another game where the Jaguars need a win. Mm-hmm. They need that 8-8. Eight and eight. They're going to win. I'm picking the Jacksonville Jaguars because they kind of hot. You know what I'm saying? They got some good momentum behind them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Broncos Chiefs. We will get dogged. Y'all just fired y'all head coach. I'm picking Kansas City in there. Yes, thank the Lord he is gone, but I'm going to be completely honest, y'all. That is only the start. Russ went out there and played terrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's terrible. And, yeah, is it that bad? Yes, it's that bad because we're paying this motherfucker $250 million. He's supposed to be out there during performing like Lamar, Mahomes, Josh Allen, all the other quarterbacks that's making that level money. Yeah. And you couldn't play in a system, and now you're saying, oh, yeah, I forgot he's a good guy. I feel bad he's a good guy. Well, if your fat ass played better, maybe he might still have a job. <laughs> but we'll see. Now we got a coach. We got, now the whole topic is, can a coach come and fix Russ? We got to fix the guy that we pay in $250 million. We should not be talking about fixing you. No, yeah. You out there joint. And, bro. Man, but if y'all get a Sean Payton, if y'all go Terrence. out there and get a real head coach, fuck. There fuck, is this dude. Uh, what was his name? There's this dude on YouTube, bro. Who, um, Nathaniel Hackett? He wasn't a real head. Well, he was giving it a shot. No offense to him, but he wasn't a seasoned head coach. He got to get a real guy back there. Sean Payton, man. But that's the thing, Terrence. This is the thing about Sean Payton. They're saying Sean Payton might go to, uh. Why would Sean Payton take this job? Yeah, you're right. If I'm Sean Payton, I'm going to wait into the offseason, and I might look around, I might fuck around and get a team that has draft capital. Like, you're stuck with this dude that you can't fix. And he said Vance, not Vance Joseph, but Vic Fangio is going to be his D.C. wherever he goes. You think Fangio want to come back to Denver where everybody hated him? Nah, you're right. I, I heard a rumor that he was getting ready to go back to New Orleans. And I don't know why I heard a rumor that Brady's going to go back there next year. What? I heard, Well, not back there, but I heard Brady's going to go. I, I, I heard a, it's a bullshit rumor. We don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll see. 
In terms of this Chiefs game, fuck the Chiefs. In Arrowhead. We're losing this. We're not going to win this game. I'm picking the Chiefs. We got Miami at New England. Big game. Big game. Huge game. No Tua. No Tua. No Tua. I'm picking the Patriots. I'm picking the Patriots. I'm picking the Patriots, man. I feel like the Patriots going to go out there and, and win. The Patriots, uh, uh, Cincinnati, y'all almost lost to the Patriots. If Brad did not fumble the ball, that was game. If Brad did not fumble, dude fumbled at like the 10-yard line. They was, getting, they was driving down the field. Dude fumbled at like the 10, and that's the game. They lost two games back-to-back on like some bullshit. First, it was Brad who threw the ball back, just gave the game away. But then... The same thing, John, like happened with him giving the game away by like fumbling the ball at a 10. Damn. That dude is a good running back, though. I like him. But I'm picking New England. Ramondre? Stevenson? Uh huh. Yes. 38? I like him. Mm-hmm. All right, back. Colts at Giants. I'm going to pick the Giants to win this. I don't trust the Colts. I'm picking the Colts. You know why? Because who did the Colts play last week? The Col- was, it a, was it a preseason joint? Preseason? Not a preseason, but a Thursday night? They played Monday night, and oh, they, they got did. their ass whooped by the Chargers. They played Monday <laughs> night. You know what? Because this is what I said. The Giants are going to win this. I want, the, I want As much as I want the Giants to win, watch, and this is going to be the, the only You risk, need them to lose. The only risky pick that I have on here, and y'all can say that it supports my wanting for them to lose because commanders, whatever. I feel like this is the team that could go and beat the Giants. Are the Colts literally not a team that really doesn't have anything to play for? That's the most dangerous team in these weeks. <laughs> we got nothing to play for but our jobs next year. You yep. know what I'm saying? We don't want to go out here and be a – we don't want to say that we are 4-11 team, 4-12. So I feel like some of these teams, as we get further down the season, they playing harder. That's true. Giants, this is the – this is the – what do you call it? It's the something game. The game that y'all – you're supposed to win, but y'all could lose. It's a it's a trap game for the Giants. Trap game for the Giants. It's one hundred percent a trap game because y'all need this win, low key. Hey, the Colts. I'm nope. picking the Colts. The Colts. Look, they have, look y'all can, y'all can go out there. Fuck it, it's the Colts. Whatever. The Colts got caught in a trap game last year against Jack Jacksonville, mm-hmm. where they couldn't win. So they probably might be on some redemption type mode for whoever they come across. I'm picking the Giants to win in a relatively close one. And I pick and I'm going against the Green. Colts. Eagles. For the shoe. I'm sorry. Saints at Eagles. Eagles are going to win. The Eagles have had the easiest schedule yeah. all year. The Eagles clinched their division. Every week, I'm like, all right, they're going to win. The Eagles clinched their division, so they might sit some folks. You think the New Orleans? Hell no. Nah. New Orleans didn't stand a chance. They too injured. I'm, getting, I'm going with Philly, too. Philly for sure, but Eagles, y'all definitely had the easiest schedule. Hopefully, we don't Y'all know what Garner Minshew is about to look like out there against. And they said he that went out there and put up 34 on that Dallas defense. He actually didn't look that bad, y'all. He didn't. He didn't look that bad at all. And the Cowboys fans was trying to say, hey, Garner Minshew's actually pretty good. He's a backup quarterback. Fuck out of here. Relax. This motherfucker's a backup. Anyway. When motherfucker was saying that about Cooper Rush, y'all, y'all was saying, yeah, but he ain't yeah, that. He ain't that. Or he a backup. Or he was playing oh, we good. had Cooper Rush. But, Cooper Rush, fuck up. He's a backup quarterback. What y'all expect? Bet. Typical cowboy shit. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. Trails going with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. We got Carolina at Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay wins this game today, then they can uh, officially win their division. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go with Tampa Brady Bay. and them. 
I'm yeah. picking Tampa Bay too. However, so I, the Panthers are unpredictable. The pa- I'm picking the Panthers. Panthers fans hit me up all the time. I'm picking y'all to win. I know it's disrespect. I feel like the Panthers are going to win. A spoil party where y'all can go out there and hush Brady and say maybe next week. That's a real, yeah. that's going to be a fun game. Yeah. But I'm picking Brady just because I'm picking Brady. But. All right. Sean Watson and them boys coming to the D.C. Yep. And we starting Carson Wentz. Y'all know who I'm picking. Y'all know I'm picking the Commanders. I will keep it 100. I want to see him go out there and do good. I want to see Carson Wentz go out there and throw for 400 yards. But, like. Y'all have two trap games. We are terrified because we all have seen what Carson Wentz will turn into when the pressure's on. And if you don't think the pressure's on tenfold now, yeah. we're putting you in in place of the guy who didn't look that bad ever for real besides what we know him to be. We yeah. know he's going to make mistakes, but we know him. Yeah, He's going to fuck up sometimes, but like he find a way to win. And he got fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got, he got that Targaryen blood in him. So yep. even if he's, oh, look, he's a Lannister, but he's Tyrion. He's yeah. still a Lannister, but we just know he's just fucked up a little bit. But there's respect on his name already. Right. You, you went two and four or two and whatever. Y'all put Theon Greyjoy out there, Dre. He's, <laughs> he's definitely Theon, and we need to know if he out there. He about nah, to get out there, sure. not Theon Reek, not Theon Reek. <laughs> oh, no, this motherfucker's going back to his own way. Look, he's going to see him. Jump off the Jump boat. Jump off the boat. Damn. Bitch ass motherfucker. Man, I'm picking the commanders. Strap up. Take I'm man. picking the Browns, man. I think Deshaun Watson is coming in the uh, you know. Don't forget Chase Young back. And he looked good. All he right, looked man. good. All right. That's I'm, a fact. I'm picking the Browns. I don't think y'all gonna be able to stop Chubb. Have you seen our D-line? We haven't had too many. We haven't Y'all had haven't run- really had no, no problem. No running backs be doing us dirty. Nah, you're right. And we played the Titans this year. That's and a fact. Even Big Boy didn't do that. That, 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 that fact. Crazy. Right back. San Francisco is going to Oakland, and they will win. San Francisco clinched their division, but I'm still picking San Fran. San Oakland Fran. just benched Derek Carr. Yeah. They going with, uh, what's his name? I don't even know his oh, name. Oh, what's his name? It's the dude. Um, the dude that was backed up uh Brady. And um he was just in uh New England. What's the dude that was in New England? Jared Stidham. Oh, Stidham. That's who oh, they, yeah. that's Stidham. Who they, that's who they starting. Well, remember when the year started, I said they about to put Stidham out there. Fuck it. Let's put Stidham out. <laughs> they really end up doing that. I'm picking San Fran as well. San Fran for sure. Jets at Seahawks, trap game. game for both. Fit game for both. They both need this. The Jets are starting Mike White, right? And mm-hmm. people are saying Mike Mike White is getting ready to save the Jets season. I'm picking I'm picking the Seahawks. Man, I'm picking the Jets. I feel like it's at the Seahawks. That 12 going to show up. Gino Nem will show up and win this game. Sorry. Sorry, uh, my as, guys, I'm going to pick a side. As much as I want to believe in Gino and the Seahawks, they've had some games where I'm like, Really? When I pick y'all, y'all go out there and get done dirty. Yeah. I'm going against the grain here, just like with my Colts pick, and I'm picking the Jets, man. Mm-hmm. Jets fans, this is it. Normally, y'all don't have respect on y'all name, but this time, this uh-huh. is where you take the respect. Put respect on our names. We, we, we really about this. We really trying to stay out here. Yeah. I would like to see the Jets win this instead of the Seahawks. The Seahawks? Yeah. All right, let's see. Vikings at Packers. 
This is a this is a rivalry game. There's a lot of people that's going to take the under and pick the Packers. I am picking the Packers. I'm picking the Vikings. My Vikings agenda is the Vikings are going to find a way to win. The Vikings have already clinched playoff berth. Uh, so I felt like there's some easiness on that. I don't know how serious they're going to take this game. Y'all need to get the Vikings fucked up. The Packers have their eyes specifically placed on who? My Washington Commanders. The Vi- the Packers are saying, oh, they going out there with Wentz? Bad. Yeah, no bullshit. Because, look, if we lose, Packers are in. If they win. So I think with that being fight. said, they might have some. They might have a little fight back. They might <laughs> fight back against the Vikings. So and it's in Green Bay. I'm leaning Green Bay. Jettas is 200 yards from breaking the uh, rookie. Not the rookie, but the Jettas. But but breaking the record for I forget what the record is, but I don't see him slowing down. Man, he uh, sit his ass down. We already done play, clinch playoffs. I don't see why he would be out there going hard. Nah, that's true, because you never know. You need him late. We need him. All right, well, I'm picking the Vikings. Let, uh, Rams at Chargers. The Chargers clinch playoff berth. I'm picking the Chargers, though. Because if I'm the Chargers, I still want to maybe move to a seven seed. You know what I'm okay, saying? Yeah. Seven, six seed, depending on, who, depending on where I am. <coughs> I still want to – if I'm the Chargers, I want 10 and 6. I won 11 and 6. Not the yet. Rams aren't going to beat y'all. I just don't see the Rams beating y'all, even though they just went out there and put up 50 on us. We suck. Yeah, I originally picked the Rams, but I think I am going to pick the Chargers with that being said. I think the Chargers have looked good in the last two weeks. Yeah. They kind of show, like, yo, we not no, we not for play. Yeah. But uh, Sunday night football, you got uh, Steelers. You picked the Chargers? Yeah. All right, bet. Steelers at Ravens Sunday night. Mike Tomlin. Is trying to keep his, his perfect, his, his never, never under a, 500. Yeah. And if they still got Tyler Huntley going out there, which at this point, we don't know if Lamar's like a, he's been a game time decision. I think he's going to play this week. Yeah. Which will change shit. But I'm picking the Steelers just because I want Mike Tomlin to keep that. Yeah. He need to win two more. Man, the Steelers have been balling. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I've been picking the Steelers and the Steelers have been showing up. Uh, George Pickens, Kenny Pickett, they have some good people on that team. Najee showing up. Najee leaped over, bruh. Bro, I'm telling you, they have a great-ass coach. Friar Moose. Friar Moose? Where he <laughs> catch the ball and all you hear is moo. <laughs> Dope. I'm picking, the, I'm picking the Steelers. Y'all knew that. Ravens fans, if that, Lamar run play, game, that run game the Ravens got, I respect it. Yeah. And I put respect on y'all for last week, but... I got to go with Pittsburgh this week. I want to see Mike Tomlin. I want to see Mike Tomlin win that. Yeah. All right, bet. Monday night, we got a goodie. Both Bills, clinched. Both clinched. Both good. Both of them are straight. Bills at Bengals. This is a potential playoff AFC championship type game. Preview. Yeah. This is like when the Chiefs played the Bengals. Yeah. And the Bengals won, and then they played again in the playoffs. And the Bengals won again? Yeah. So, I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going with Buffalo, too. I think Buffalo is going to show that they're the better team. Cincinnati was up on the, Patriot, on the Patriots, like 20-0. Uh-huh. And the Patriots was marching back. I don't know what was going on. But I said, man, I'm picking Buffalo. Buffalo, I feel like they got the better quarterback. I feel like Buffalo has the better squad. I'm yeah. going to pick Buffalo. I feel like... 
Cincinnati Bengals have turned into like the 2008 Giants. Like you could get beat. No, for sure. They're one of the best. They they're, not beat the, they're not them. These motherfuckers are elite. They won hundred. They got a great receiving call. They just lost Lyle Collins. And I'm I'm not comparing them teams. Who's team. I'm just saying back then, it's like okay, they good enough to go. But are they good enough to win it all? But the Cincinnati Bengals, just like last year, Terrence, the Giants is not a good pick. They were eight and seven and won the Super Bowl. Well, that's what I mean. Eight and eight and won the Super Bowl. These motherfuckers are supposed to What's be their going. Record? They eleven and four. Why do it seem like Cincinnati has like lost games this year, but they really haven't? But you know why? It's because of wins like last week. Yeah. Where we watched them come all the way back on y'all, but for real, for real, y'all won. That's why there's there's something in the wall. It's something. It's something that makes me not believe in Cincinnati every year. I don't know what it is. To me, they like the Eagles. The Eagles of this year? Yeah. Really? You compare them to Philly, the best I feel like the Bengals' schedule is relatively easy. They had a couple tough games that they won. Chiefs, they beat the Chiefs. Yeah. This is like, all right, show me you can win this joint right here. You know what I'm saying? I don't see them repeating is what I'm saying. I feel like this is the team that could beat y'all ass. You know who also you don't have their number? Baltimore with Lamar. Y'all know about Y'all can't beat Baltimore with Lamar. Y'all can beat him without Lamar. Yeah. But Baltimore with Lamar? Spanking that ass, Joe. It's something about Cincinnati that I just don't believe in. I'm sorry. It's cool. Y'all know how I get down. Buffalo. Let's get it. That boy that's out on wide out, he from PG County. Don't know if y'all knew that. He sure is from PG. And you know that, that, that boy that, uh, number seven for the Cowboys that got your man? Cowboys fans. I know y'all seen Trayvon Diggs getting burnt up in he his from, last two games. He's PG. I fuck with him, but he been getting cooked. They been real hush on Trayvon Diggs because, did you see? I haven't seen. They got to miss you and A.J. Brown was cooking this man. The double move. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> Niggas be wide open and it be Trayvon Diggs. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 11 from heaven. Been 11 quiet from heaven. It's funny as shit. Hey, stuffing that man at the line. Pause. But that does it for the NFL picks week 17. Um, any other sports that I wanted to say? Definitely wanted to send up another RIP to that guy who passed away who was a uh, a soccer legend. I'm going to get his name because I said soccer. Wow. I need to just re- re-say the whole thing. Rest in peace to that guy who was a football legend. Uh, King Pele? Yes. Well, what's his, is that his real name? I think it's, uh, shit. Pele. Oh. I think Pele is his name. They just be calling him King. But shout out to him. Pele. R.I.P., sir. R.I.P., man. Apparently, he is a goat. So, shout out, dog. Hey, look, and I want to give a shout out to my Wizards, man. We went out there and beat the Suns by 25 points. I seen that. That was our biggest margin of victory this year. And we did it in the OG uh, mm. unis. And I seen you had wrote something about LeBron on your wall. Oh, yeah. What LeBron James is doing is generational. You know? What LeBron James is doing is generational. It is literally a, it is amazing to see him play every night. If you could get out and see LeBron, I would recommend it because this man is a year 20 still putting up 30 points a game almost. Y'all don't realize that there's nobody who has done that. There's nobody who has done that. That's a fact. 
There's nobody who has been as dominant as LeBron in year 20. Not saying that LeBron is the most dominant, but like LeBron is doing something that is definitely like, yo, he's doing this shit in year 20 and he don't look like he slowing down. Facts. You see LeBron came out. He's the GOAT. You see he tweeted, I I won't miss the postseason no more in my career. Then he deleted it. Did you see that? Yeah, he said, I won't miss. He was, like, having to sit back and look at these games. I'm not doing it. Or something like that. But, like, I don't think he's talking about this year. A lot of people didn't like that because they said that he was basically saying this year over with. Because he said Uh, after this year type shit. But LeBron is nowhere near slowing down. One last thing I'm going to say before y'all check out. Happy New Year. This new year is 1-1-2023. If you add the numbers up across that on the first day. On New Year's Day, start with a nine. We start with a nine. If you add it up, one plus one, plus two, plus two, plus three. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We starting the right way. 2023, this is the time when we stand up. It's a fact. Hug your loved ones. You never know what this year brings. Next time, 